What's happening, brother? Uh, not shit for real. What's the word? Shit, dog. Another day, another dollar. Man, that's what the nigga say. got into some fuck shit. Hey, man. What did I do this week? Did I do shit this week? Anytime a nigga say another day, another dollar, they done. They done seen some things. Another day, another dollar, another chance to make a holler, bro. Can y'all hear me? Yeah, what's good, bro? Man, I hate when niggas <laughs> don't come in here with stripes at bro. work. <laughs> <laughs> no, when niggas at work wait for the afternoon to send you some shit, like late afternoon. Why are you doing that? Yeah, bro. Just, just send that shit in the morning. T- tomorrow morning might as well, bro. Cause I ain't doing shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, why? Why are you doing this? I don't. I didn't have nothing to do today at all. I was chilling. Mm. Left the office at two, got home. That's when they want to start sending me shit. Uh, yo, yo, yo! Welcome to the Brazy Bunch Podcast. It's your boy Moose Mancino. And before we get started, I gotta give out some lashes to my nigga Herschel Walker. <laughs> Ten thousand lashes for making him do this dumbass runoff, man. <laughs> Wasted our fucking money, bro. <laughs> Are sick. Do you actually got a belt in your hand, dude? Honestly, you you, you ten thousand lashes, nigga. The way that sounds, you have to pray that's actually a belt. <laughs> Bro, that's disgusting. It's even think about some shit like that. But I'm getting that nigga Hershey walking ten thousand lashes. <laughs> oh boy, uh, we got my nigga Dell in the building, man. Yes, sir. It's your boy Donnie, man. How y'all doing today? Doing good, brother. <laughs> I'm doing alright. You know, it's it's a lot of stuff going on in the world today, man. But you got to keep pushing. You got you disappoint. Yeah, it's 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 it's, it's certain things, man. Uh, I don't know. We as brothers, we got to stick together. I think that's why uh, Wakanda Forever was so important. Mm, okay. It, it, <laughs> it reinforced some things. Yeah, we're gonna get into that. Uh, we, we got my nigga season the building, man. Yeah, man. Hey, um, I might have shit. I might need to get some lashes to people who order their hair out the mouth. You need me to knock out the lashes, bro? Man, listen, bro. <laughs> I forgot the name. More lashes, niggas. <laughs> Man, I, <laughs> I wish I could really go in depth. Man, I had to eat some hairs when I was miles off, and this—I wasn't pleased. What? I wasn't you had pleased. to do this recently? Yes. Oh, yeah, man. That's yeah. rough. Without the mouth you, know, you know, you know how exciting it is when you see the bag. It's like, oh shit, we're gonna eat good. Mm-hmm. And then it's just like no mouth off. Hey, bro. <laughs> I've been there. Yeah. yeah, and it's like I want to say something, but it's like nobody else seems to be concerned. But oh, that, yeah, that's crazy. I yeah, think that's why I put sharks above Harold's though, because I could eat uh, sharks without mouth sauce. I don't want to, Damn. but I could that's do just, it if yeah, I needed to. Yeah, that's just because they they sprinkle the uh, that crack season on it. Yeah, Harold's. Yeah. I can't eat Harold's without mouth sauce. It's, it's no. just too much. Honestly, I understand why. Um, Hillary Clinton kept that hot sauce in the bag. I might have to keep my hot sauce in my crossbody from now on. Might be a necessity, man. <laughs> man, that's but, crazy. 
But yeah, how, how everybody doing, man? How, how we doing on this glorious uh Monday afternoon? Man, it's it's cold as fuck outside. It's insane, bro. It's getting, bro, it's getting darker so early. Honestly, the the darkness part is the worst part about it. Cause like you can look if you actually doing some work, especially if you're just working at home, mm-hmm. it could be four o'clock and it'll be Sunday. And if you like have like a nice little a little power hour to knock out the last little bit of your day, you'll look up and it'll be pitch black. Yeah. And yeah. you you won't know what time it is. Yeah, that seasonal depression, man. Hey, I I pray for uh everybody to stay away from that seasonal depression, man. Get your vitamins, man. Get you a uh, get you one of them lights, man. That they say help with that shit, man. Help with the seasonal depression. Man, I think that shit cat. <laughs> Honestly, bro, I think that's some bullshit, and they need to stop selling that to people. Man. Oh, you mean the light or seasonal depression? The light. Uh. That ain't gonna help you if you say. I, I need, I need somebody to. All right, so can you better explain seasonal depression? Um, I mean, it, they say during the winter months because it gets dark so early in the the cold weather in most places, um, people are more depressed than usual. Because I mean, you can't really go out and spend time outside, and uh, it gets dark earlier. So right after work, it's just like no time to do anything so mm-hmm. that kind of triggers more depression and isolation see part of me gets set but then part of me is just also is like so y'all just kind of upset y'all can't get lit mm. but i know it's not that but <laughs> that's kind of what <laughs> if you try to simplify it, it's like man y'all y'all mad y'all can't run around the city and, and i wonder if the the holidays has something to do with it too because during this time you know you got a lot of holidays christmas thanksgiving and stuff like that coming up and uh, that could probably factor into. Um, and then winter time is cuffing season, bro. Um, according to yeah, King Louis, so. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't got a thick one to keep you decent, then bro, you might be out here focused. <laughs> I really, I really, the holidays are cool, but I'm, I'm really at the point where I'm gonna just restart reclaiming fully the holidays. I know we've talked about this before, but I'm not doing. I don't want to do a lot of activities on holidays. Oh, yeah. If it's a day off, I'm gonna use it like a day off. Yeah. Mm. Nah, I, I feel that 100. percent It's just about drinking and connecting with the with the fam. Really, I mean, it's next week. That shit came up quick, bro. Yeah. That's just. Nice. And even I then, mean, it's like, do I really? And it's, I don't want to sound negative, but like, do I really want to connect with y'all right now? Mm. Yeah, that's I'm a little. Like, nice. nah. That's a little. <laughs> no, nice. it's not. That's the wrong time of the year. But, <laughs> I get this. I get this one day off that's meant for I get turkey or whatever. It's like one. I don't even fuck with turkey like that. Y'all cool, but if I decide to skip Thanksgiving dinner, like it's not personal. I hope you're none of your fam listening. <laughs> it's real hurt. personal. It's just I really man. It's something about. Because I've, I've done Thanksgiving by myself before, uh, mm-hmm. Christmas, I think once last year because of COVID. Mm. And waking up and knowing you don't have any responsibilities, you don't have anywhere to go. You you technically can't leave. You can leave the house, but you can't really go to a store because everything is closed. All you really got to do is worry about yourself. I mean, how many of your relatives are your age, though? Mm, they come like over. Three or four. Like three or four. You 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 got a nice vibe with them, like they they cool. 
Uh, I mean, yeah, even if they cool though, I I'm cool for like a couple hours and it's like I just want to go home and chill. Mm-hmm. You know? Cause it's always something with the holidays. You get you get dragged into some responsibility, especially as an older male. You gotta they, bring out the chairs and shit and take out yeah, the Yeah, you gotta shit. bring out the chairs. They're gonna actually go get some ice. You might have to go pick up an elder. <laughs> yeah. Like come on, man. Like, I'm, I'm over here just trying to get drunk. No, I feel you. I was I was gonna ask y'all, do you still buy gifts for adults in your family for Christmas? For my family mm. members, yes. I mean uh my immediate family, like my dad and my mom. Well, but anyone outside you don't? No. No, no. I don't expect them to buy me anything either. Though. Yeah. See, and and that's where I'm that's where I'm at with. But we still like we still get gifts for like our cousins, even our older cousins. And it's oh, like, you man, mean those type of adults? Uh, for some yeah, reason, yeah, I didn't yeah, consider yeah. adults like us. Um, no, I, I get stuff from my cousins that stay in Dallas and their their parents. Um, okay, but yeah, and like my people at the crib, it's just a little bit too too much work to be doing. Yeah, I I just feel like Christmas is just for kids at this point. Yeah, as you get older, mm, well, that's what it is. At, I don't want to say that. Like, I, I'm cool with giving my like my uh, my mom and my dad something, um, somebody you're with something. Uh, but other than that, it's like, come on, what we what we really doing? We grown as hell. If anything, we could do like uh, uh, I don't know, <laughs> what, what's that thing? Secret Santa. We could do a Secret Santa where I got to yeah. give one of y'all a gift. Yeah. Like, I'm cool with that, but. Getting gifts for everybody. It's like, damn, man. Man, it's the Scrooge pot. This one nigga no. hate Thanksgiving, one nigga hate Christmas. What the fuck? I, honestly, I, I feel him on the secret Santa. Like, I would prefer, because it just makes it so much easier. Like, getting an adult a gift, it just seems challenging. Like, I would just prefer we secret Santa, we put a cap on it, and we say, you know, y'all go do your thing. That's at least a fun way to do it. And it eliminates the awkwardness of, like, somebody getting a gift within you know, everybody else just ending up with turkey and cranberry sauce and leaving with nothing else. Yeah, like it's, it just makes shit complicated, man. Like, there's some people in my family I don't really know like that. Like, I talk to you maybe three or four times a year. I have no idea what you want. <laughs> I'm just getting, I'm just basing it off of vibes. I don't know if this is a good gift at all. And, and me personally, I don't really care about you guys getting me a gift, so... I, I I feel like I'm the wrong person to voice that. It needs to be somebody else. Yeah, I mean, I understand what you're saying. Like, I understand that you want to avoid the awkwardness of not, you know, reciprocating or that type of stuff. But sometimes I, I feel like that's a giving gifts is like a cool thing. Like sometimes when I when I uh really put thought behind a gift, um, I, I feel excited to give that gift to somebody. Uh, when's the last time you put some thought behind a gift? Uh, I made like some custom wine bottles uh, a couple years ago. I want to say a couple Christmases ago that uh, mm-hmm. I designed and you know applied myself on that I gave out to my family. I thought that was pretty cool. And were I, you excited because you thought this is such a good gift, or you knew they were gonna be like, "Wow, who did this?" And you was gonna get you was gonna get gassed up a little bit. No, I, I thought. <laughs> I mean, yeah, of course you'll be like you'll be excited that they like your artwork or whatever, but um. You know, you always want to. I always been the type of person that um, I rather give you a gift. I don't care how much it costs. That that it means like I 
pay attention to you, then it's like a, an extravagant hundred dollar gift. And I'm just it's like some base ass gift. Like here's a diamond ring just because I know everybody like diamonds. You feel what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. for me to create that label, I made sure I, it was like custom because that shows like, you know, that I, I understand what what they like or something about them or something like that. It just shows a different level of appreciation. You got to be careful. I, I've, I've really learned you got to be careful with those. Like some people going to be like, I appreciate it. But some people mm-hmm. like, man, this nigga threw a label from barefoot. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel you. I feel you. But I mean, it's yeah. the thought that counts. Like if somebody did that for me and like customize my shit, right. it'll be, it'll be is dope. It, is it really the thought that counts? Cause you, we've all had gifts that maybe were thoughtful that, it's like I could have done without this. It, I mean, you can tell it's a difference between being cheap and being like creative or something like that. Like the 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 coupon books, like uh, I you get like fifty free back rubs and shit like that. That's just being cheap, bro. That ain't being creative. That's been done hey, multiple times. Creative, <laughs> no, no, bro. No, it can't. That's not what, creative. What, what do I look like ripping out a coupon? And, and first up, I don't. I believe ninety percent of those people who get those coupon books don't use those coupons. No, bro. What do I look like walking up to somebody like I like to redeem this now? <laughs> I just be cheap, bro. <laughs> yeah, y'all right. <laughs> what you gonna get? Um, a coupon for one thirty-minute back rub, and then the back rub be some bullshit. Yeah. Your back start hurting even worse. <laughs> she fuck up your shit. Nah, bro, I'm, I'm good on that, dog. Yeah, so I, I think it's just a little bit of difference. Like you don't always have to spend a whole bunch of money to show somebody that you appreciate them and that you you um, you understand them or you pay attention to them. You see what I'm saying? So, uh, I don't know. I feel like those have been my best gifts. I made my dad a uh, like a life documentary DVD one year. I, I had to be like eighteen or nineteen, somewhere around that seventeen or some shit. So it was cool. Yeah. So what's what was y'all most creative gifts or y'all best gifts that y'all feel like y'all gave up? Damn, best gift. Um. Or the one that you feel like you freaked, like you put a whole bunch of thought into it. Damn, I don't even know. Yeah, at this point, I just I just want you to give me a list, and I go to the store and be like, "This is what you want to hear." Sometimes that's what that's what matters too. Sometimes it's just yeah. taking care of stuff that people want or need. Yeah, I, I think I, yeah, I'm, I'm. If you need something, or you feel like you've been hinting at something or I, I think what I like to do is if it looks like you have needed something, mm-hmm. I'll try to get that for you. Yeah, for sure. Maybe something you didn't ask for, but it's like, all right, this person can use. Actually, I'm going to stop doing that. Cause I know last year, my mom was like, yeah, I want some new, uh, some new AirPods or something like that. Went and got her the AirPods and she still hasn't opened them. She was like, oh, I'm just going to save onto these for when these old ones stop working. And I was like, what the, what was the point of this? <laughs> what, you get the pluses or something? Or the, the new generations? Yeah, oh, I got man. the new ones. I got the pros. I'm like, what's the point of this then? Like, <laughs> what a, uh, Put it on reserve just in case. Good <laughs> looking though. Talking about when they stop working. I was like, man, you about to make me angry. Yeah. Shit be crazy, dog. Mm. But uh, yeah, other than that, man, everybody good? Nothing happened this weekend? Oh, the niggas need to report. I ain't got nothing. It's great show. It's crazy that I don't remember what I did on this weekend. I don't think I did anything. That happens to yeah, me all the time. 
Yeah, what the fuck is going on? Oh, that I think it's to me I'll, with go ahead. Like, if I'm going back a week, I couldn't tell you what I did last week or the week before that. It's nothing. But maybe two months ago, I could probably remember some shit. So, uh, wow. what is, do we know why that happens? Niggas been drinking too much? Nah. <laughs> I think yeah, short-term amnesia. I don't get it. It happens a lot where I will think and be like, yo, what did I do? Or what did I do Friday? Maybe it's because it was like it wasn't really much of anything. Yeah, maybe. I it went to this like, new spot uh, in the city, but it was kind of weak, so I left out very quickly. And then um, went back to the crib and watched that UFC fight when uh, Adesanya lost in the fifth round and shit, man. I'm so disappointed, man. Our black brothers losing our, uh belts like this. That's sad. So, but <clears throat> it is what it is, man. Anything else to report before we get into these stories, man? Nah, man. Let's, let's give it a go. Let's get into it, man. Uh, where we starting off, bro? Uh, shit, man. It's not a lot of big stories. This well, week. I, uh, I guess before we really start jumping into it, yeah. I, uh, we did have the takeoff. Did have the services um, this past week for sure. Um, which again, rest in peace to take off. It's this a whole situation. A lot of what everybody, what I have been seeing on social media is a lot of sadness. I mean, rightfully so, but it's still very much a lack of understanding. Um, I saw some people were, and I feel kind of weird watching this. I guess the, the, for the services, they said no phones, but some mm-hmm. people, of course, snuck some phones in, recorded some stuff. So, um, but I think, what is there, does this, passing feel different to y'all compared to other rapper deaths? What you mean? Just, um, I think kind of the general reaction to it, like the energy behind it. I know I'll talk about for me, like seeing the services. Um, I think, I think stuff like this hits different when you see so many people questioning, like they have nothing but good things to say about him. Mm-hmm. Right. Like he was such a good person. Like I can't even I think it was the uh, offset was there to my I don't understand um, was something that I saw in the clip. Like, you know, you naturally you want to ask questions. And it just seemed like that's a lot of what the general. Response has been and maybe I haven't seen it before, but it just seems like this is new where across the board, like everybody has this long lasting kind of sadness where it's like I don't. This just doesn't even feel right. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of in a in the offset boat, man. Sometimes you just don't understand um why things happen. Um and you want to question God on certain stuff like mm-hmm. this, like especially when this type of stuff happens in your personal life. Um, because you just don't have the answers. Like if you 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 want to feel like if you do right by people and like like i said last week we don't know him personally so we don't know everything that was going on but it seemed from the outside he like lived right everybody has nice things to say about him you feel like you shouldn't be in harm's way to get taken out like this but it just don't Mm -hmm. always work out like that yeah and um yeah and i go ahead oh i mean i guess i was gonna say like this seeing that response to everything that was going on just him as a person uh, I think it hit kind of home a little bit more like this. This one, at least for me personally, it just weighs a little bit heavier. You know, I, I mean, we 
all on here had lost individuals who I don't want to say they were the same as Offset, but people would say the exact same things about them. Like, really mm-hmm. great person, amazing. Like, I just can't believe, like, this person isn't. And it's hearing those words, I think, sparked a different feeling in me about the funeral, the passing, just everything that was behind it. It, it, it put, I guess, maybe a more of a weight of emphasis behind it because it's like, you kind of, when you know what that feels like, I think it just, it hits different. When you've been there before, nah, I think a hundred percent. Um, you feel the weight, and one of the things I think that is is different about this one, I wouldn't say different, but I don't think that people are thinking about is that Migos is three people, so it's a little bit different, but it's like I think is as a as a group, this is a equivalent of somebody like a. A Kendrick or um, I'm trying to think of uh, J. Cole passing away. And because it's two other living members that continue to live, the impact I don't think has been felt like that. But you have to think how big Migos is in our culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the only w- reason why it's not being felt like tremendous, like it's like not tremendously sad, like. Uh, J. Cole or somebody passing on is because it's two other people to kind of carry on and two other people continue to live in. But it's just a it's just a sad thing, bro. And I mean, I understand the family didn't want like cameras and stuff like that. So it kind of it's kind of weird that you see the footage of the, you know, the people were taping and stuff like that. But then again, you know how people going to be like mm-hmm. people going to want to. I don't know. Yeah. Say they had it. Yeah. But no, I was kind of to your point. Crazy. I think. I, and I, this might have been how I was feeling. Like it might be worse or harder when you have a group, a group dynamic when somebody passes like that. Like if it's a solo artist, their music, their I guess in a sense, their music at that point ceases. Like you don't really feel a difference moving forward. Because I mean, at that point, everything is what post. I, don't, I hate this word. Yeah, what, Poshmans, whatever. The Poshmans, word. Yeah, yeah every the, everything is that. So you kind of know, like you have time stamps. Of course, Migos will have time stamps, but it's not like, all right, these two can still go out there and like try to perform, or they can still try to put out this music without it. like the feeling there. If they do more shows, like it's just gonna feel completely different because you're gonna have this the whole third verse when. It's just nothing there, or nobody. This, per, this person isn't up there to rap about it. Mm-hmm. So I just think that perspective is is it's tougher as well. For sure, Donna. Did you have anything? So right. yeah, yeah. I mean, sh- oh, yeah. It's it's tough. It's tough. And I think with with takeoff just being, we, we kind of grew up with him. Like he's in our age range, and and, and the music is so influential to like our coming up years it's just it, it it feels different yeah i saw a video of dj paul like just driving through idaho he did like one of those meg the stallions where he narrating the video and like this is why mm-hmm. i ate this day and stuff like that and i just see that as like that should be the ultimate goal for everybody, especially like rappers, musicians. It's just like be able to get because if you think about DJ Paul, you you never think he'll be doing that years ago. 
But to be able to get outside of that, like big boy out here hanging with owls and shit and watching the sun at the game, that should be the ultimate goal once you get out of this shit, bro. And takeoff is 28. He was 28, bro. And he didn't mm-hmm. get to live out what he was working for, bro. And that's the saddest part of this, bro. Yeah. And so, anything else to say about this before we move on? Um, nothing too crazy. Uh, again, condolences to the family. Uh, I saw Quavo put up his post that, you know, had the people hold a lot really sad. So, yeah, it's got to be tough, though. Can't even imagine. What did y'all think about? I don't know if y'all saw it. Uh, young Miami was taking pictures after the funeral, like her usual uh, pictures that she usually takes and throws up on the gram. And uh, people were upset with her about that. They, they felt like it wasn't the time or place to be taking pics. How do y'all uh, feel about that? I think people have a different relationship with death. Some people are, feel like it should be like this super somber thing where like no pictures should be taken. Like some people question whether you should be even taking pictures at a funeral anyway. Um, some people, mm-hmm. you know, it's a celebration of life. I mean, they. I mean, I could see how people could think like her awareness was low on this type of event, but I'm, I don't have a big problem with it. Uh, I think I do. You, sh- <laughs> you shouldn't be trying to create content at a funeral. Like, I don't think it's the appropriate. It's, it's a time and a place to try to get off a fit pick, especially posing in front of motorcycles or dirt bikes. It all just kind of seemed a little unnecessary. Um, so I understand because it, it just didn't. It's one of those things where like you got to have some awareness where it's like you don't need to drop a pick this day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I see both sides of it. It's like because I can never tell someone how to grieve. But I also. I don't know, man. It just didn't seem like it was. It was needed. And when I say I don't I'm looking, we don't know the, the extent of their relationship. So I don't know how she was potentially grieving or if, I don't want to say if she was grieving. There's there's levels to grief. I don't know what kind of how, how close they were in relationship wise. But if you have a close relationship, I'm not going to someone's I'm close to and posting a fit pic the same day of their service. And even if I'm not close with them, I, you have to know, like, it's just a little distasteful. Yeah. It's not the end of the world. It's just you yeah. got to have some better, you got to have better decision making. Yeah. I mean, it's just one of those things that social media has warped our perceptions, kind of. Like, you know, how to, um, I don't know if you have ever heard, like, the study that they did, how we feel when we get, like, uh, interactions on social media, how, like, our endorphins go up and stuff like that. I think that has warped the whole way we go about using social media, like, where it's it's okay now for us to try to get likes off of, you know, whether it be a fit at a funeral or whatever like that. So I think it's just one of those cases where everybody's now looking for interaction, likes, uh, the the next time where they can, you know, Getting good favor, that those type of things. So I think it's one of those things. Yeah. Mm. That's interesting. Yeah. I feel like I, I have. I'm starting to. Have, I'm not starting to, but I do have like a, somewhat of a love hate relationship with social media. Like I enjoy it for the information that it can bring, and how connected I can say. Because I mean, 
we've seen now everybody saying Twitter is about to end. Mm-hmm. That's gonna suck. Like if Twitter does officially end, it's like you you think about all the people you've met all via Twitter, all the conversations you've had, all the laughs, all the information. Like it's been a positive resource and it's been there. I mean, shit, we've been on Twitter almost ten plus years. Since two thousand nine, mm-hmm. I wanna say. Yeah, bro, two thousand nine. Yeah. Like it's a lot of it's you know, it's a lot of blood, sweat, blood, sweat, and tears into that. Right? <laughs> yeah, no, that's real shit though. You know what I'm saying? That's real shit. <laughs> But at the same time, like, so I appreciate it, but also it's like when it comes to like Instagram and seeing likes, it's like I technically don't want to be bothered. Like it's something mm-hmm. about Instagram that that's like I don't really need it. Yeah. Like likes are cool, but I don't need it. I don't if I see anything over three messages in my inbox, I'm a little un- I don't really want to engage. No, I, I definitely feel you. Like on Twitter, it's a little bit different for me, and I'm I, we're gonna get a little bit deeper into this a little bit later because I have a topic for that. But with Instagram, I have a weird relationship with Instagram now, where I don't even post like I rarely post like a pic unless it's like a, some family shit or like an event or something like that because I I don't know I just don't really care about it like that no more. But uh, my stories like that's where I can like post some music or post some stories. I use it kind of like Twitter. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I, I kind of, I don't even scroll my Instagram feed like that no more, unless like one of y'all posts and I, I like that, but I have like two different, y- y'all know my story with Instagram. <laughs> How to use it for like looking and stuff like that. So, um, but yeah, no, I, I completely understand. But like I said, I think it just all goes back to how, it became like this self promotion type thing where it's mm-hmm. like it used to be like, hey, I'm out at this event or I'm going here or I got some club pics from last night. And now it's just like I'm all done up and I'm trying to, you know, push a message and all that stuff. And it's it's, it's just not <laughs> really for me no more, bro. Because yeah, like you, I, I if I put up four Instagram posts in a year, four, maybe five, like that's me being active. Like for real, for real. Like yeah. you, I kind of just, I just want to use the stories. But I think the difference for me is Twitter is just words. So I can just say some things like going about my day. Like Instagram is more visual. But I guess the thing that I've run into is like, what parts of my life do I really want to like show people? And I'm not like I got haters or people who are going to be trying to shit on me, but it's like, I, I just don't, it's, it's not, it's that need of not wanting to, show too much of what I got going on, good or bad. Because it's like what's I just don't really see a point. I like to keep things somewhat personal if I can. Mm-hmm. Shit. I I've been on that wave, man. On post on post shit. Yeah, I was about to <laughs> ask Dona because Dona ha- has been like super low key when it comes to social media. Yeah, I'm just I I I'm just I don't know. I don't feel a need for it really anymore. Definitely information is probably the best part just to like learn about some shit. But like as far as bringing my life to it, I feel like there's no need. I don't think there's people need to know what I'm doing, what I got going on. I mean, the people that I fuck with, the people that, you know, are in my life for real and that, you know, I care about. We'll talk. You know what I'm saying? I don't need to do shit for like other people like that. I rarely talk to or barely even know. Just no need for it. Yeah, and this whole this whole idea of like, um, 
self-promotion or something like that. And it kind of leads into the next topic. I know that Elon, everybody knows that Elon Musk bought Twitter and he's just been fucking it up day by day. <laughs> like, uh, I don't know what he's doing, but he, he uh, made the ability to purchase a verification check <laughs> for $8 if you bought Twitter Blue. And of course, when at first I thought it was like a terrible idea, which it ended up being, but it, I then I thought like, you know how many people want verification and want that like clout of being verified on Twitter? So say mm-hmm. a million people bought an $8 verification check. That's $8 million right there. I honestly didn't think it was a bad idea. If I'm going to be honest. From what I'm looking at it though, I thought the value in it is was that not everyone can get it. And that's that's what it, that's but if people have the ability to purchase it and feel important, that's I mean, if you're just trying to do a money grab, you're not caring about like the the actual value. The it came about because people were being impersonated on on Twitter. And to stop it, they made a verification system where now you know, hey, I'm talking to the real Bill Cosby. Like, watch you. Uh, <laughs> you know, see what I'm saying? What, what an example. <laughs> but no. And, right, so, go ahead, my man. So, so do you think? All right. I'm pretty sure people have already taken advantage of this. Oh, bro, yes, and that's why I said now that, that it's over with because he took it away because people were like impersonating him. First of all saying all types of off-the-wall shit. Impersonating companies, it's an insulin company. Um, I didn't write down the name. I think it's like Eli or something like that. Eli Lilly? Yeah, Eli Lilly. Um, that somebody made a fake profile, got it verified, and said, hey, we're giving away insulin. We're changing the price from insulin to free. And the stock, <laughs> the stock price plummeted, bro. They lost billions of dollars. Wait, what? I didn't yes. even hear about this. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. I'm I'm not gonna lie, I don't really feel bad for them. No, no, not them, especially because first of all, they they getting over on people charging yeah. for insulin when it, the person that created insulin created it to be distributed for free. Because you know, it's crazy for them to put out a tweet like, oh, sorry for all the misinformation about our about insulin. Uh, this is our only verified account where it's like, sorry, you can't get it for free. You still have to pay X number of dollars to keep fighting your diseases. Sorry yeah. about that, guys. Like, it's kind of when you break it down, it's kind of nasty. Yeah. So I don't I don't feel bad about that. But I do understand how, like, it was people like making fake Adam Schefter uh, <laughs> tweets, which have been around forever since yeah. the beginning of Twitter. But now that it's verified, like, it's just like. Okay, now we're believing it because, and that's how much power power that verified check has. So, mm-hmm. unfortunately, yeah, uh, well, not unfortunately, but they they called it quits on that. They was like, "No, nah, we gotta rework this or rethink this." And um, it's just looking like they're losing millions of dollars a day because uh, Eli Lilly wasn't the only company that that happened to where somebody impersonated them and the stock price just plummeted down, and now they're taking their ad dollars out of Twitter. So they're, yeah, Elon Musk said they're losing like $4 million a day. Well, that's because he he came in and fired everybody and got rid of hundreds of of thousands of people. Well, maybe not hundreds of thousands, but thousands of employees who he's just kind of turning it into a clusterfuck. Yeah. 
So I mean, it's, it's it's looking like the end of Twitter, and like C said, man, it's it's gonna be sad once it ends, bro. Because it it I can honestly say Twitter has shaped the way my mind works. Not completely. I, of course, I have real life experiences talking to people, learning stuff from real life and stuff like that. But I've learned so much from Twitter, and I've gotten to know a lot of not just information or people, but just everything, bro. Everything it lives on Twitter to me. And so, I don't know. I just think of like who who the greatest tweet who is like the greatest tweeter ever, bro. Who would y'all say? Oh, that's tough. Cause some niggas fell off, bro. Yeah, it, it was some fall. Like Dragon uh, Fly Jones fell off to me. You think he fell off? Yeah, I think I think uh, I think what ruined him was when they added the characters. But you could type more, then he then he started going a little overboard with some of his tweets. Oh, okay. I'm like, uh eh, it's also it. hard because we had Twitter at so many different points. Cause um I know who you're gonna say. Uh, I just, I just expect hoes. hoes. Yeah, <laughs> he was the one. He was the chosen one. That nigga was the prince that was promised. <laughs> and then niggas found out he was like Persian or Mexican or something like that. <laughs> Uh, I miss, I miss, see that's what I miss I miss the points where and this was probably like the toxic part, toxic part of Twitter mm. but when you when like people got exposed you found a like real the drama that hit the timeline that really turned into like your favorite tweet or one of your one of the tweeters that you knew really knew about like their mm. real life getting exposed because um what was that dude it was a it was a dude named Reed who got ran off Twitter right yeah yeah I remember that. Nah. Damn. Twitter has some classic moments, bro. When niggas were supposed to get their powers on December like 21st, bro. <laughs> that was one of the greatest days on Twitter, dog. <laughs> Man, it's so many uh, good times. So many bad flyout stories that just yeah. show up on the time. Mm-hmm. Like, people just posting their L's was some great entertainment, man. Yeah, so if it is the over, man, it had a good run, bro. And I, I hope it's not. I hope it, we find some way to save it. But uh, it, it's definitely been a, a good time on Twitter, man. Um, but speaking of things being over, man, last the last episode of Atlanta this Thursday, um, it ended to me. I what I noticed is that it ended kind of um, like nobody was talking about it, and. For a show that impacted, to in my opinion, that impacted the culture the way it did, I felt like it was kind of like, um, you know, it kind of just went without a bang. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, I, I don't know if people were on uh, how many people were really talking about it. I feel like that third season probably just turned people off, and they were just like, I, I ain't really checking for the fourth season, which is unfortunate. Yeah. I thought this was a really good season. I would have, and, and I really like, and I really liked how it ended too. I thought it was a great ending. Yeah, I said the same thing in the group the other day. I was like, I think they wrapped it up best. Like it would have been cold if they just ended with in the car, the car scene. I, that would have been mm-hmm. cold because I felt like that was like sentimental part. But I liked the the after part too, kind of like leaving it open, like maybe it all was a dream and stuff like that. Yeah, so. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, it was. Go ahead. Oh no, I was, I was gonna say I think they lost a lot of people, especially with how long it took from season two to season three. Mm-hmm. Um, then where the yeah. way season three went, along with some of the things Donald Glover may or may not have said or implied, there were, I think there were a lot of factors that just caused people to jump off of the Atlanta train. 
Also, some of the episodes are just mad confusing. Like I watched it, I we got to like they're funny, but they just seem funny singularly. But when you try to tie everything on together, it just makes it's it's so difficult to everything together that it's just like, well, this was entertaining. Like I would love if they did like a post Atlanta like episode break. Like what was it? what they used to do? Um What's that shit they used to do on VH1 where they had used to have to pop up on the videos and give oh, the random yeah. explanation? Yeah. They they need that type of thing for these Atlanta episodes. They're at least like one of those cast explanations so you can kind of get that better understanding of like what their goal was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. My, I was going to say did appointment uh, viewing kind of kind of fall off on this show but I think it came on at the the same time right it came on TV mm-hmm. so it could yeah. have been appointment viewing but it just wasn't at a certain point yeah I, I, I would agree that I think that some of the things that Donald either said or implied in some of the episodes kind of turned people off um, I know one that I can point out was the, the cancel one that was kind of uh, but I for the most part I think it was some some great commentary throughout Atlanta um some of it was just a little bit lost on me but to me it's a hall of fame show definitely mm-hmm. hell yeah um, salute to them yeah for sure salute to Donald Glover um sal- it seems like Z- Zazie got finer with the seasons bro oh man don't yeah she was yeah did y'all feel like it ended prematurely or, or right on time? Do y'all feel like it four was enough? I, me personally, I think they could have did six. I think six would have been the perfect amount. But I'm not mad at them ending it at four because it's always better than for a show to fall off, especially a comedy. Mm-hmm. I don't know if the way they do this show, it would have fell off like most comedies do. But yeah, it's always it's always good to end it before it gets way too unfunny. Yeah, I see. I don't even know if if they should have. It's because, like you were saying, this this show was shot uniquely in a way where every episode wasn't really connected. Mm-hmm. So I don't I don't know if they necessarily needed six to tell a complete story because I don't know if they were really trying to tell a, a singular complete story. Through the entirety of the show, yeah, yeah, it was it was a bunch of. I think once uh, that Teddy Perkins episode happened, I was like, all right, I'm gonna treat every single episode as a one off. Mm, yeah. So I, I think selfishly, I would want them to do more seasons just because I like the show so much. But yeah, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, I went back and looked at like the like the funniest moments or whatever, and my different little favorite moments, and I. I didn't realize how important Paperboy was to the show. Like how he called so much bullshit on like the stuff that was going on with the world and stuff like that. And he was like the angry guy that that used to it was used to like rationalize all the bullshit that's going on, whether it be with music or just the world in general. So salute to man, mm-hmm. salute to all them, bro. There's some great written characters. Um great show, man. Sometimes we don't give people their flowers. He definitely deserves his flowers for that show, man. Yeah. Uh, what else is going on, man? Um, uh, I guess we could talk on the election real quick, man. That, that was a big story. Um, 
it was the midterm elections, man. How did y'all feel going into it? Were y'all scared? How was y'all feeling going into election season? Mm-hmm. Y'all didn't care. Is, <laughs> yeah. what, what, what was, the, what was the general <laughs> feeling? <laughs> I, I, I think uh, elections are just always tricky because you're, we're always told get out and vote. Your vote counts. Your vote matters. But I don't want to say it feels like it doesn't, but it kind of feels like it doesn't. Yeah. Like I think it's for a, a normal person, it's. In the grand scheme of voting, it's hard to make someone believe that my one vote is going to be that one deciding factor. And yes, I do understand if everybody has that mentality and nobody goes out and votes, and that's how shit doesn't work. Um, I, it's just something, politics is definitely something that is extremely complex. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how, what would need to be done to make it more easily digestible for, I want to say the casual person, but maybe the casual person who's not into politics. Because it's one of those things where you have to really do your research and you have to know, because when you go in to vote, also they need to change voting. Like you shouldn't have to go in somewhere to vote. You should be able to vote from home. Why can't I go in and vote with my resources around me? Mm -hmm. Like it's certain things just kind of around it that I think can be changed, but I don't think I necessarily ever get too panicky about voting. Yes. See, we're on different parts of the spectrum, like completely opposite parts of the spectrum, not about like the voting, but our states, just how um, we feel. Mm -hmm. We both have the same sentiment because Mm -hmm. you're in a place where if you don't vote, Illinois is blue so it's gonna for the most part you might fuck around and get a runner or uh, somebody crazy Blagojevich or something like that but it ain't nobody that's gonna go too too nuts yeah Texas you know what you getting so I mean we vote and I'm not telling people not to vote I mean I, I voted and stuff like that but it's just you feel kind of hopeless because you know who gonna be representing you at the end of the day and that's just the top, the, the big names that you're aware of, right? Yeah. I mean, like you, I, you go into it knowing, like, no matter if I vote, if I get my friends to vote, Texas is just overwhelmingly racist for the most part. And mm-hmm. <laughs> they going to put in a nigga that allowed people, 53 people to die in a freeze. He's shipping off... uh quote unquote illegal aliens to different states. Like you know what you're gonna get. Like they don't they'll turn a blind eye to stuff like that to keep this nigga in power, bro. Yeah. So and it's when I think it's also difficult because when you're in the big cities, you you almost kind of your mind is almost warped to think that I guess and maybe not to everybody, to some, that your state is maybe as progressive as your city is. Mm-hmm. I mean, because like Illinois, um, Chicago is, I'm assuming, a lot more. Prog- I mean, outside of the Chicagoland area, Illinois is a lot of f- corn and farm. Like, it's very Midwest. And if you look at like the voter map, you look more toward the city, you see a lot more blue. But when you start to expand, you see a lot more red. Yeah. It's just about population density. Uh, and, and it's just like, it's just like out here. If you look at Houston, Austin, Dallas, uh, San Antonio, it's blue, but it's yep. so much more red 
on the outskirts like in the rural parts of texas that it's just like you can't really overcome that even though it's a lot of blue in in these big cities mm-hmm. so um i don't know it's sometimes it, it can it can be um like damn the does this help or is this helping? But I mean, we look at this election and I don't know if y'all see the numbers, but a lot of the Gen Zers have been helping prevent that red wave that they said was coming. They said it was because of, I mean, we all know how we felt about Biden like early on in his term. Like we were like, okay, it's about to get real for, (laughs) it's about to get real for him once those midterms come. But Gen Z, like the eighteen to, I believe it's twenty one. Okay, yeah, is it eighteen yeah. to twenty one? Uh, I thought so because I, th- I saw somewhere they were talking about we should raise the voting age to twenty one because it was such a way. So a little bit over twenty one, but oh, okay, okay. I know it started eighteen for sure. Okay, yeah, but they they did a lot to prevent that, and I know that the Dems won the House, and it's 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 a close race, but I think the Republicans gonna end up. I mean, no, the Dems won the Senate. And it's a close race, but I think that the Republicans going to end up getting the house. So, um, yeah. And it really is just one of those things where you, I don't think we realize there. I think there are more people who don't vote in their best interest, who vote to ensure that other individuals don't have certain benefits mm-hmm. as well. And it's a lot of that out there, which is unfortunate, but. I guess it's just the reality that we have to live in. Some people would rather, instead of try to improve their life and improve others, make sure that some people are just held back. Yeah. Don't you got any thoughts on uh, either the midterms or anything? Uh, on this platform, I'm going to say um, go out to, and vote if if you you know really if you really believe in in a candidate my problem is man i just i don't trust nothing i don't trust nothing i can't believe nothing if i want to do research on a candidate i don't know if it's factual depending on the source that's giving me the information mm-hmm. is there in cahoots with people it's like well, how do you trust anybody everybody's out for self nobody really cares about the future of us they care about doing what makes them the most money and who put them in the position that they're in. So if you were to, I mean, if we were to start a convo about that, like what, what would the solution be for you? The solution for me would be, I need to work to get as much money as I can mm-hmm. so I can get into power and make change. Cause to me, the only change I see is with money. I don't see any other way. I don't see it in voting me personally. Cause I just can't trust. I can't trust nobody but myself, which is fucked up, but that's, that's where, my, where I'm at right now. So you want to be the new me. Willie Wilson? What do you mean by that? You know who Willie Wilson is? The nigga in Chicago that be passing out, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> giving out free gas and shit and just be passing out money? You want to <laughs> be mean, like him? Yeah, if I could. If, if, I, had a whole bunch, <laughs> if yes. I had a whole bunch of money, I, I wish I could. But it's just, I don't know. I just don't believe people, bro. And I, I just don't, even, you know, as far as uh, Democrats go, I, like they can say a lot, but it's all about the action when they're actually put in that position and if they're really going to follow through. And I just believe that there's a lot of behind the door. I'm going to get you here, but now you need to fulfill on what you promised to meet things going on. And I don't know. It's, it's hard for me to really get into or have faith in. I'm, I mean, politics can be 
disheartening because, I mean, you can have a candidate who's, you know, they're on their path and they're, they're, they're saying all the right things and they're trying to make, they're giving you, giving us all these promises. And once they're in the office, certain things don't come to fruition. Mm -hmm. And then it just goes back to, well, you know, it's all out of their hands. You have to, you know, they're doing what they can. So it's, everything is kind of built on promises that even those promises when they're going into it, you know, can only maybe at best 50% of it at a high rate can be fulfilled. Yeah. I was about to say that. I was going to say that, I mean, like you said, it could be disheartening, but sometimes you, we got to make incremental uh, progress, bro. Like, uh, think about, like, if we were not voting to get, like, uh, Obama or, like, some of these other people in who push these agendas for, whether it be, like, LGBT, uh, the right to, like, get married or whatever it may be, we may not have seen some of these changes that came about as we went forward like they might not did everything like obama didn't do everything that people wanted but to people that cared about like same-sex marriage and things like that and other things so i'm not just trying to put that in a focal point but um mm-hmm. if we didn't vote him in or if people just had the idea of like obama got some things i don't trust i don't trust about him then that wouldn't happen so I think that we should always continue to like at least try to get these people in who care about the things that we care about. I know it's a lot to research and stuff like that, but that's what I would think or say. Yeah, and it's, yeah, no. I don't know. It's also voted. tricky because the the voting list is so large. You can think you're. I mean, what's it's it's difficult to believe that any normal regular person can have positive or the necessary information to do all of their voting on everything that they need to check off on the ballot. Mm-hmm. So even you might think if I'm just going to go in here and vote Democrat on everything, because that's supposed to be the safe bet, you could potentially still be voting somebody in who's on some fuckery. Yeah. Which is crazy to think about. So I think overall, if, you know, to create a better turnout, the practice of voting and what's needed behind it to get people to the polls, you know, the way people vote, the information, how people are able to get it, it needs to change. Because the best part about voting season is when you start to get those crazy commercials <laughs> on TV. Call with, a crackhead. <laughs> <laughs> this, this message is endorsed by J.D. Pritzker. It's like, it's, it's, it's like, yeah, it just gets really messy. And this is like, you see a lot of dirt going around. It's like, it's really uh, kind of unserious. Yeah. Yeah. I'll just, just say best of luck, man. If, <laughs> if y'all find if y'all find somebody that y'all really believe in, hey, do that. Vote for them and uh, try to lie on your instincts, I can, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, like so far, like I said, it's, it's looking good for the Democrats. Um but that was a good point you made. Maybe we just need to revamp the system where it's not a two-party system and, you know, we can vote for who you want to because then we're not stuck with, like, Joe Biden or something like that. <laughs> so, uh, But Joe has been getting stuff done, so you never know. Uh, Pete Davidson is dating Emily Ratowski. I don't know if y'all know who that is, but hey, this man, this nigga Pete is on a run. I know. Hey man, I ain't got shit to say. Salute, bro. <laughs> this nigga Pete is on a run, bro. 
you doing? What you doing? It just makes it so weird because it's like, I don't know, the, the discussion of his uh, of his member. Is, <laughs> <laughs> it's just fucking with me. I feel like that should have never been known. I don't. I don't want to know nothing about what he got going on because now when I'm thinking about him getting with all these chicks, it's like. What? What? I don't I don't like I don't like how your mind Why are you thinking about him getting with these chicks? And why are you thinking about his member? No, no. <laughs> Saying member is hilarious. <laughs> but 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 thinking about like him getting with because it's like, all right, come on, man. This is Pete Davidson, but he's getting like A-list joints consistently. Yeah. If I would have known that's all it took to get baddies, I would have had y'all start some meat rumors about me a long time ago, bro. First off, I'm not, we would never spread meat rumors. <laughs> I'd give y'all like 50 bucks, bro. It. But why would you have why would you not pay a woman to spread a meat rumor? Nah, that's a good idea. But then, <laughs> but they might be more trusting if it's coming from my niggas. Mm. Are you hurting? What you, are you hurting yourself? <laughs> no, that's a different type. They gonna look at you crazy. <laughs> look yeah, at me gonna, and you crazy. <laughs> they gonna look like they gonna, if if you had one of your guys be like, yo, you know, he, you know, he got that iron. They gonna just see like y'all. Y'all were in like L.A. fitness locker room. He was giving you the side eye. Like man, that thing. Hurt. <laughs> you know that thing. Thank you, man. <laughs> you don't. Oh uh, yeah, you don't want that. You don't. You don't want that. Hey, also, man. I think. We have to see how this relationship goes, because if this doesn't work, I think that says more about him than people want to address. Like, yeah, he gets some baddies, but if you can't, at this point, he is he a pass around? Um, if he don't want to be one, hey, sign me up. (laughs) (laughs) This this makes it hard because I don't know. You never really know what the reason for it ending is, because mm-hmm. you can say the same thing about you can say the same thing about Drake. You can say the same thing about like all these niggas that are snipers. And is no. being a pass around bad? Yes. Also, I don't know if I'll put Drake in that category because it's. I think it's a different <laughs> a sniper. I think it's a different category <laughs> to be. Um. I guess you could say to be hunting versus being passed around. I feel like if you keep getting in relationship after relationship, yeah, you getting baddies, but if you just like the fun dude, mm, like, so what? You, why are you saying it's bad to be a pass around? I mean, because I guess your ceiling is kind of capped. Yeah, you can have baddies. Yeah, you can be mingling with the baddies. Yeah, you can be out with them. But like your ceiling for what your potential is in the long in the long run, it could be it could be capped. Mm-hmm. My thing is this: it's not capped because your looks gonna fade. You always gonna have a hammer. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. So you, it's not tapped. I could be in my prom for a long time, bro. But you, but okay. But you have to think about it. At some point, your looks are going to fade, and bro, his looks are faded already. He looks like an yeah, undead I'm... character, bro. True. <laughs> True. That's but what I'm saying. But I think I think the women are only gonna want just because I mean his jokes aren't that funny. And Hell no. So women are only gonna want the meats. For so long, 
<laughs> like it's you know you he can only be Arby's for so long until they're like you know what I want a pizza and they're gonna go somewhere else they just gonna keep leaving yeah I think th- I think the thing that messes it up for him it seems like he really wants to be with these women it seems I could be wrong mm-hmm. just from the outside looking at it it's Seems like he wants that relationship just for the fact that he makes most of his relationships public. Yeah. So maybe, maybe for him, it's like, damn, it's gift another, another supermodel. <laughs> <laughs> Got another one on my hands. Shit, how this one going? He got to keep hoping get works, and then it don't. Yeah, you you never know. I mean, he ain't salute, using it, though. right? Oh come on, that's what I'm gonna say. <laughs> 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 um, but uh, what else is happening out here, man? Uh, I say twenty one getting some backlash today because yes, he was on Clubhouse and he said Nas wasn't relevant. Um, mm-hmm. um, while like discussing like older rappers' impact on music today. Um, did y'all did y'all see that clip? It was on Clubhouse. No, I didn't. Yeah, well, it's a, it was on Clubhouse, but you know how they record it and put it on social media, so it was on IG and Twitter and stuff like that. Um, I understand what he meant, but uh, I don't know if I would have said that. Like, it, he was saying, like, yes, Nas is is like a great rapper and a legend and stuff like that, but if we're talking, if somebody was to ask you who the best rapper is out right now, you wouldn't think about Nas. Mm-hmm. Although he's still making music, he just dropped a, a album this week, which you're gonna talk about. Um, but you, your mind wouldn't go to Nas, so I think he meant like that, like being relevant. Like if you, if somebody asks you what who's relevant rappers of today, that I want to book a show. Who who should I get? You'll say like Lil Baby, Dirk, uh, you know, people like that. So relevant in that sense. So it, yeah, so that's like. So it's pretty much just saying hip hop is is for the kids. It's not for adults. Yeah, but we are, but we knew that. You age out after a while. Like you're not the cool guy. Even though Nas is making good music, Nas isn't the cool rapper anymore. Mm-hmm. You also have to think about the type of music Nas makes, and that that's another thing. Like his we're expiration not, is a little bit quicker. We're not. Yeah, we're not in that era anymore. Where I don't want to say suggest the bars, but you Nas tries to give knowledge and all that type. Fam, we want to hear fly beats. <laughs> they want to hear some metaphors. Yeah, they want to hear some fly beats, some metaphors, like something we can nod our heads to. Of course, there are going to be instances where you want to hear that, but I don't, I don't think I wasn't necessarily trying to run to the Nas album to to hear what he was talking about. Yeah. Do, do I believe that he's still rapping? I mean, because what he raps about, it's easier, in my opinion, for him to continue to rap at a high level for a longer period of time. Just because he doesn't have to look like the, the old head who's trying to throw on, you know, the skinny jeans or the ripped jeans and try to be out in the mix looking crazy. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I was like, I, do you ever really want to hear this? Like on a, a casual day in the car? Maybe not. Hmm. So, so would y'all say that you have to involve into that eventually if you want to stay in the rap game, like he has? 
evolve into what? Evolve into someone who's able to make records that's not based off of what's currently going on. Style-wise. I would say so. I think that you got to stay yourself. I think that the rappers that have found success have been or just had that longevity don't conform. Like, Jay-Z hasn't really ever conformed. Like, he's not out here rapping about, like, walk and shit like that. Like, he he stayed himself. And, he, I mean, he has, like, updated lingo and things he says. But for the most part, he's still talking about, like, the same stuff and just getting more successful. Nas the same way. Like, he's talking about what's going on. He's not, like, lame with it. And he's not corny mm-hmm. with it. Uh, some rappers that have aged out, they still try to stay with the <laughs> type shit, and nobody want to hear that, bro. So, all right, so take Future for example, right? Mm-hmm. At I don't know how old Future is. He has to be getting close to forty, but thirty-eight ish, thirty-eight, thirty-nine, somewhere. Is Future at fifty still allowed <laughs> to talk about what he talks about now? If he's still partaking in. Uh, well, would it would it be received? Yeah, how would how would that be taken? I feel like future future will still be able to get into it, just because I think he's able to, even though it's in different forms and it all kind of maybe sounds alike to to a casual casual fan. I think he has enough diversity in his bag to still be able to rap even into his 40s. And also, I think maybe he just doesn't rap as much. You get more features. You yeah. know, if you if you get... Oh, go ahead. No, I was saying, Jeezy is 45. He just dropped a tape. He's rapping rub, up, he rub up Coke. Yeah, rapping he's about rapping damn near the same, same thing. thing. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, but even then, that was like... Uh, we, you know, that's Jeezy's second, third project in a while. Mm. The other ones weren't really people weren't excited for. Yeah. yeah. So I think you just have to have that aura still around you. If people know that it's kind of fake, like sometimes they'll give you a pass, but sometimes they're like, oh, I don't want to hear this old man. Wrap it up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so so and, and sometimes you just you you gotta know when to if you try to rap in, in mass, it might not work. A verse here and then you got at that point, as you get older, I think you have to get more selective with what you're being a part of, with songs you're getting on. If you're smart in that approach, I think it helps with some longevity perspective. Yeah. Uh, but anything else to say about this situation before we move on? Uh, I know we touched on this a little bit last week, uh, the Kyrie situation, and I know, I mean, it's been evolving. Uh, we all shared our feelings on it and what we felt. Um, so recently, I guess Adam Silver met, met with Kyrie. Um, he came back saying that he didn't think Kyrie was anti-Semitic or he hated any individuals and thing like that. And he said that the meeting went well. Um, I think Kyrie sat down with somebody else. <laughs> Uh, I think Joe side, <laughs> the team owner uh-huh. of the Brooklyn Nets and him and his wife. Um, and they said pretty much the same thing. They, they don't believe Kyrie's anti-Semitic and stuff like that, but he still is suspended. And when asked, when the Brooklyn owner was asked about it, he said that Kyrie still has some stuff to do before he can come back. 
So mm-hmm. I'm thinking that they actually want him to go through all six of these steps. Um, do y'all think that Kyrie's gonna do this? Oh, oh, hmm. that I'm not sure of. I could see because he's not getting paid while he's suspended, correct? No, it's unpaid. Uh, I think he'll fold eventually for that money. <laughs> for that money, for that money, I, I think he will eventually fold. He shouldn't. And I have no problem if he doesn't do it because this is ridiculous. You know the man. You said it yourself. The man is cool, but mm-hmm. now you're just forcing him to do some extra. Nah, man, we ain't. Man, this is this is what the minister was talking about. They yeah. <laughs> did y'all watch the Did y'all watch the minister speak on this? Bro, that, that was one of the greatest. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he was like, he was like, I'm turning on the game. Kyrie missing every shot. <laughs> Like this. He said he can't play like this. <laughs> yo, the minister had me in tears. We, we you saying like, yo, when we find good reefer, <laughs> you gonna pass it to the police? <laughs> we tell him it's good. Like, yo, minister, go crazy, man. No. <laughs> Shout out to uh, Minister Farrakhan, man. He, uh, for those who hey, don't know, he dropped a segment on it on um, YouTube. I'm pretty sure it didn't debut on YouTube, but I watched it on YouTube. But uh, it had some, it had some decent thoughts on there. Uh, you know, some of it was a little questionable, but some, for the most part, I thought he had the general idea of what some people were thinking, and that's when that's why I said that about the bug breaking thing because he kind of echoed that last week and so I knew that some people were thinking that that's what they're trying to do to Kyrie publicly embarrass him so other people get the message like look you can't do this you're going to have to get in line type shit again actually again I'm still on the side it's Kyrie fault it's Kyrie fault because this could have all gone away Kyrie's a stubborn ass person I don't know do I think he should have to suffer? I don't, I don't even know if I should call it suffering. Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't think I can't foresee him doing everything on that checklist. So I don't know what happens next, but yeah, this, this, this really could have just all been avoided. I'm sorry. I'm not doing any of that stuff. Y'all have to trade me. So, but no, I, the thing is, I don't think trading matters. I think this goes beyond basketball now. Yes, somebody will trade for him. I don't know if some, another team with all of this that's going on is going to be willing to say, yes, we'll trade for you and you can get on the court right away. That's my. That's where I'm at with it. I, I can't see how another team owner will, will see how this situation has already played out and just think that it's best from a business perspective for the overall brand of their team, how it might, their fans might respond. Like imagine if, uh, I don't know, uh, imagine the Bucks trade for him. We don't know how, what kind of, what the Milwaukee Jewish community is like. There might be some uproar. I don't, I don't know if teams or owners would want to go head to head with them, which to me would require them to still sitting him out. Yeah, uh, I I think that's why a lot of people are frustrated too. It just seems like with black people, you always get like the the worst of every consequence, bro. Like, God damn, this this man is not gonna play again for that. 
and you you think of wasted talent, all this talent he had is wasted because of this situation. Again, again, I'm, I'm you got we got to put some accountability on his shoulders. So I know, I know, I know he's given a bullshit apology before. We all have done it. I mean, he <laughs> gave an apology. <laughs> Yeah. Just because he didn't give one when you wanted one, though, like I think we, well, I think we, us as individuals have all kind of gone through that with maybe with our parents or somebody of some sort of authority figure. Where even though you eventually did maybe apologize, you still have some sort of repercussions behind your action. Okay, so what's the whole reason? So what's the whole reason of me apologizing then? Because you were, you were, it was seen as you were wrong. Like, just, I guess, because we know apologies don't fix everything. And that's, I mean, that was the whole reason why initially I wouldn't want to apologize. Because if, if I say sorry, the, the people going to change their minds? No, they, they're going to still think the same thing because they didn't like the action that I did. So if I feel like they still going to think that way and I know in my heart what I did either wasn't wrong or I know in my heart that I don't hate anybody, then why apologize? I guess uh, it's hard for me to to feel that way. If somebody's willing to give up thirty six, thirty nine million dollars over an apology, they must be OK with it. I know me as a broke nigga. If somebody said you got this apology if you make this apology, you're going to get paid and it'll all go away. But that that wasn't a guarantee, though. It what wasn't thing? like, hey, Kyrie, if you make this apology, uh, you'll be straight. It was, hey, <laughs> pretty much like, hey, uh, you know, what you did was wrong and trying to figure it out. And you should probably apologize. It wasn't, hey, like an ultimatum type situation. I'm sure I if he knew what he... came from this, he probably would have just been like, all right, whatever. I'm sorry. I think if that first press conference where he got in, got into it with that reporter, if he just would have apologized then, this all would have gone away. Oh, yeah. no, I, th- I think so. I I think it would, but it's still, this shit is ridiculous. I, this might be messed up to say, but I can't wait for uh, a white person to do something mildly racist in, <laughs> in either the NBA, the NFL, in anything. Because we need to come up with a list. Because my <laughs> list would be insane. <laughs> One, you send down with the minister. <laughs> you passing out turkeys to niggas in Brooklyn. You know, they're going to have to go to the, to the African American Museum in, yeah. in D.C. Hell, you got to go to Louisiana uh, Popeye's. <laughs> 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 you got to cook. You got you to gotta learn how to fry nah, some shit. They, they got to... Uh, they got to go from from down south. They got to take the underground railroad <laughs> to the north. Uh, so. <laughs> I go off on them niggas, man. And I think that's that's the thing. It, we just so frustrated with you know it always being us that gets like the harsher penalty. It seems like I'm not gonna speak on definite, but it always seems like we get the harshest penalties on everything. And I think Shannon said the same thing, he, even though he disagrees with Kyrie. It just seems like. Like, damn, man. Like, how bad do you want to punish somebody for messing up? Like, yes, we, but nobody should lose their career for posting this. Nobody. I also feel, again, I think it's, this is more of a Kyrie thing. I think it's really because it was Kyrie and Kyrie's track record in his history of just being difficult. 
I mean, yeah, that, that that plays a part into it. I mean, Kyrie has done a lot of stupid things, and that's I've said that before. Like, Kyrie says a lot of dumb things and so things like, without I thinking. Guess, you know, we don't we don't know maybe how many he's done a lot of goofy things, and they just kind of let it go. Un I don't want to say unchecked, but there wasn't really repercussions. So I don't. It could be. I don't want. I'm not under the assumption that, that they're ganging up on him and they're making him earn it anymore. I just think when you have a reputation, at a certain point, your reputation catches up with you when this is what happens. All right. Well, let's keep it moving. Um, I'm assuming that everybody saw Black Panther here, right? Correct? Yes. All right. We're going to do a spoiler-free review. Um, I know some people still haven't seen it, so we're not going to ruin it for them. But uh, how's everybody's feelings about it? Uh, I'll go first. Me personally, I thought it was really good. I like what they did. Um, didn't really have too many complaints. I think uh, dude that played uh, Namor, I thought he was great. Mm. Um, Riri Williams might be my new uh favorite character just because she was rocking the Wave Runners. You know what I'm saying? Salute. I respect it. You know, but really fuck Williams. Adidas, nigga. <laughs> uh, Ironheart, shorty. Ironheart. You know, oh girl, the uh, fake Iron Man, Black Iron Man, Black Iron Man. Who? They might see Oh, okay, 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 yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, okay, okay. I got you. Okay, keep going. Yeah, my yeah. I was fucking with. Her. Uh, I thought it was a great movie, man. Um, it was. There was definitely some emotional moments. You know, I think the beginning, I didn't really. The beginning I was a little iffy about, but mm-hmm. the middle and the end I was rocking with. Okay. Seize. Yeah. The beginning I was a little iffy on. Um I really miss Chadwick, man. Chadwick was a great Black Panther. Yeah. I was I was thinking about that kind of through the movie. I really hate that um I really hate just how this Film, what this film did for the anti-vax shorty. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I want to say things, but I, I'm trying not to. I mean, I thought it was a decent film. I, the ending was... I was a little torn at the ending because I thought it was going to go a little bit... I was excited for it to get dark. Mm-hmm. I'll say that much. Okay. Um, but where it left off, I think that leaves the possibility for more things to come and I'm hoping that it happened. Um yeah, but then I don't see how they picked a really good villain. And mm. I think that they kind of I don't know, they I think they messed up with what he could have done versus what he actually did. Okay. Mm. Anything else? Nah, that's that's it. I, I, I feel like we should just spoil it. Like it's we we <laughs> given the what you usually get the till Sunday of the day of. Yeah, I just feel like maybe maybe we give another week, bro. We don't we don't want to you know, and we we don't want to make nobody not go see it because we didn't fucked it up. So I'm a let's do a spoiler free. We maybe we go more in depth next week. Uh. 
But I hate that y'all put me in this position, but I didn't like that movie, bro. I, I didn't I didn't like it, bro. I thought no anticipation was built with any of the scenes, like especially the first scene, obviously. I understand the choice behind that, but I don't think anticipation was built or nothing was really built on that. Um the the villain in the movie, I thought the fight scenes were weak. It it none of it was really like heavy. Um the the hero in the movie, I feel like that process was weak and the anticipation wasn't built correctly on that. Some of the, the visuals were great. I, I thought I liked the visual, the messaging and things like that, but I, I, I don't know. I, I, I just didn't like it like that, bro. I left out feeling like, damn, yeah, they should have probably just called it one after that, after Chadwick passed. Damn. Yeah. That's what? Just, like, what do you think about the acting, though? I thought the acting was really good, especially for a Marvel movie, because it'd be some mid-ass shit in there. And I think, um, what's-her-name did a great job. Uh, damn, I'm, so, I'm sorry, I can't remember her name. Diana I always forget it. Greer? No, well, uh, she did good. Um, you know, um, oh, let's see, mother. Lisa, oh no, uh, what's her name? Angela Bassett. Angela Bassett. Angela Bassett. Yeah. <laughs> what? I always forget her name. Yeah, Angela Bassett did great. I thought she killed that. Yeah, like I, I, as far as acting, I feel like she killed every scene. And I think uh, Namor dude did really good as far as acting too. Oh yeah, so the acting was great. Um, the the new character. I didn't think she fit in, and I didn't. I didn't really. They didn't really explain her too much. Maybe I just need yeah. to read some mm-hmm. comics or something like that. But they didn't really explain it. Her scenes were kind of like rushed and forced, and that's why I felt like maybe if we had, because I know they're coming out with a Namor uh, series on Disney Plus. Maybe if we'd have had that series before this, they could have cut out a little bit of his backstory out of the movie and explained some more around like this whole situation. And so that's why I think that. I was kind of like, uh, I could have lived without it, bro. So it was, it there were moments where it was just very, I don't want to say slow, uh, more just more informative. Mm-hmm. And I think, and and it was extremely long. I think those two things combined made it kind of hard to sit through. Yeah, I felt like if I could take anything out of that movie, it was the scenes with uh, uh Ross. The, the white dude and uh shorty I feel like he didn't even need to be in this movie yeah I don't I don't know where where did he come from did I f- miss something where did he come from he was in the first one okay. he was in he, he was in the first one remember he was like uh I forgot what he even did in the first one but he doesn't need to be in any of these nah. <laughs> to, to be honest I, I feel like all his scenes I'm just like okay get him out of here uh, and you know what that was? That was like a all of us are evil type thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got to get some white dude that can. Let's get the Travis Kelsey uh, connection in the wasn't it? <laughs> but yeah, I I don't know. I wouldn't. I would hesitate to call it bad or terrible. But I didn't like it. I thought I I could have lived without it. To, to to tell you the truth, I think Chadwick added something that was irreplaceable to that character. And if anything, I think he probably should just been recasted. Um, possibly. I think it. Yeah, I think a lot of what losing him had a larger impact because I'm assuming if we didn't lose him, 
there wouldn't I guess that mystery of everything in between, all of that distress and that that was caused, it wouldn't be there. It would probably be a, a completely different film. Mm-hmm. No, I, I, I can see that. Uh, and that 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 was it was kind of like a Debbie Downer the whole movie. Like I don't know, man. I understood it. I understand why, and I understand the the angle that they took with it. But it, we just sitting here with this grief and all this stuff into the end, and I, I don't know, bro. I don't. I, I like Leticia. Uh, what's her last name? Williams. Uh, damn. I couldn't even tell you. Sure, I, I like Shuri, but I don't think yeah. she was enough to carry the uh, as a main character. She's perfect as the the character she is, but I don't mm-hmm. know if that carries as a main character. Let me say it like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Letitia Wright. Right. I thought I thought she did good though. She she um I thought she did solid, but I, I agree with y'all that I don't know if I would you know want to see her as the. Black Panther continuing, but mm. I think in this movie she did pretty good. Yeah, what's the name should have had an expounded role too. I think they didn't use him enough. Uh, nigga, the, uh, the head of the Jabari tribe. Uh, oh Winston, yeah, yeah. B- yeah. Winston Duke. Yeah, yeah, he was good. He was he was good. It's I mean, and it was some funny moments in there. I felt. Yeah, no, oh, it, I it was, was, sure. Yeah, I thought it was. I just. Maybe I'm comparing it to also to the previous Marvel movies I've seen, and I thought they were all trash. Like, this is probably the first Marvel movie in a long time for me that I was like, I right, this is for my age group. It felt you mean it came rest, out recently, yeah, they came out recently. Oh, okay, yeah, no, I, I would like, agree with that. Like, Thor and Doctor, Sh- even though Doctor Strange was cool, it was still, it was some no, stuff in there. I'm like, nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this is, this is some bullshit. This actually felt like a real movie to me. Yeah. So that that's why I liked it. Okay. Well, we'll see. Um, most people that I, that I asked, like, um, they liked it. So that's why I felt out of place. I was like, did, I don't know why I don't like it, but I just, I just did. I, I know one other person that said the same thing, but. Yeah, I, it just wasn't for me. But shout out to my black people, man. Get that money. Ryan Coogler opened up with 300 million worldwide. So that ain't bad, man. You know. So you know they dropping another one. Anytime we make money like that, you know they dropping another one. Oh, yeah. Uh, Any stories y'all want to talk about? I got a few more, but definitely want to hit on some stories if y'all got some. Um, This isn't much of a story. Nick Cannon is having another baby. Oh, Jesus Christ. And... <laughs> I think at this point we need to enter. Is he trying to start an army? <laughs> <laughs> it seems like, like it. I'm I'm really concerned about what his goal is because he has too many kids around the same age and I'm thinking he's plotting he's plotting something evil <laughs> and he needs to be stopped. Don't tell me this nigga plotting an army. <laughs> army of cannon, cannon baby, cannon baby. <laughs> nah, he that he, he a dirtbag, bro. Nah, I think we he up, say he's, for, he's, up to, he's up to okay. thirteen. Thirteen? He's. I think he's. Oh. He's up to. I know he's at eleven with maybe two expecting. Can we not say doing this oh, is oh my God. scumbag behavior, bro? Because you're cheating um, out I, kids at the end of the day. I think you, you do. Are. I think you can say it's it's hard to say because I think when you think scumbag, you think financially, like you're just leaving them to fend for themselves, which 
I think well, he well, he said he's not paying child support, but he said he's pays over three million dollars a year for all his kids. Fair. In total? Yeah. So like okay, three million for man, he got a lot of kids though. Hold on, let me do the math on this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that, honestly, that seems about right. It's about three hundred thousand per kid. Okay. Yeah, no, that's fair. I can't get mad at that. For a year, no, that's that's but no, he he has. To, I think he's starting an army. It's. I I don't like it. I want him arrested. And I I hate this whole notion of if you can financially support the kids, you just have how many other kids you want, bro. That ain't the thing. I think about what my life would have been like without, like my parents in certain moments, and that shit sucks. So I know he he he, he jipping some kid out of that relationship or experience with their father uh, again I, it's I just I, it's it's one of those things where I get conflicted because he's not doing this alone that's true yeah so as much blame goes toward him for creating this I think equal blame needs to go for the participants in it are they staying is is this like a Sister wife full relationship. Yeah. Is is that what it's like? Um, for a few of them it looked like that. But a couple of them, it seems like the one and this hurt my heart when I found out she got pregnant by him. But uh Shorty from the front yeah. video, she seemed like she don't want nothing to do with all these shenanigans. <laughs> what do you mean? Uh L- what is her all name? Lanisha Cole or whatever. She seemed like uh I know she posted the other day, she was like, Don't include me with nothing that that's going on with that. Okay, she needs to shut up. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, wait, why are you going crazy on her, bro? <laughs> that was hard. But you can't you can't get with Nick Cannon. You can't have you can't be BM number five with kid number twelve of thirteen and be like, Don't include me in the shenanigans. You signed up for the shenanigans. Like the shenanigans were had been there when you went along with this. This nigga ain't trick you into thinking he had no kids. Yeah, I was gonna ask that. Which number was she is important? This was recent, so this is Yeah, Lanisha's been recent. Um maybe, oh, no, yeah. maybe I, number eight or nine. Yeah, I can't for I can't fault her. I can't uh agree with her on that one, man. Yeah, you you can't try to excuse yourself from that. Yeah, you came into the situation knowing this kid gonna have thirty seven <laughs> Half brothers and sisters. <laughs> hey, hey, man. <laughs> nah, man. That, that's that's crazy to think about. But yeah, I mean, it seems like they they feel like having a part time dad is healthy. So, I mean, and maybe they it's themselves maybe themselves just wanted children, and I guess what's better than having a kid that you know is going to be financially stable. And honestly, I don't know if these kids are going to be financially stable. To be honest, you pay. I know Nick Cannon has a lot of money. (laughs) (laughs) I know he has a lot of money, but let let me tell you, something don't seem right. We'll see where this goes in a couple years, because I can see things getting really bad. That love don't cost a thing. Money gonna run up real quick. (laughs) I don't think he wilding out on repeat on syndication. He might be all right. All right, <laughs> that nigga wilding. Yeah, he's he needs to chill. He needs because this is I, I don't see this ending good at all. 
no matter how much money you have. Uh, they, the, the government needs to keep a watch on him. Honestly, he might need to be neutered by force. <laughs> I said to him, man. He might need a government administered uh, vasectomy, bro. You need to spray him like a German shepherd. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, what else is happening out here, man? Did y'all watch that Dave Chappelle SNL monologue this weekend? <laughs> yes. Yes, man. That nigga Dave got away with words, bro. If, <laughs> if I wanted anything explained, like any tricky like thing that I felt like I could not explain, I would get Dave Chappelle to do it, bro. Bro, he's the GOAT. I don't know how many times we have to say it. He's just, he's the GOAT on that stage. He killed it. Yeah. Because he, he condemned what they were saying without really condemning it and pointing out like some of the stuff within like the culture, if you want to say that, or some of the stuff within <clears throat> the whole situation. Like, he was like, yeah, Kanye, the stuff he's saying is kind of crazy. But on the other, other end, you look at this, it's like, if you call out, like, you know, black people or white or black people or Italian people or whoever you calling out, you can label that. But if you want to call out the other people, you can't call that out or you, you know, or you wrong or you like a, a mm-hmm. demon or something like that so it was like little points like that where I was like Dave really has a way with words bro he really is like uh, I don't know bro he he, he cold with it bro <laughs> I was getting nervous for him I'm not gonna lie a, a little bit in the middle I'm like okay hey watch yourself Dave what, when, when he's saying what <laughs> when he was talking about oh, damn, I'm trying to remember what he was saying he he was saying something to the effect of why they can't talk about that certain group. Oh, and okay. I was like, and I was like, ah, you know what I'm saying? I've seen them come at the day before. I didn't want any more stuff to come uh to come after him. But he he did a good job of wrapping everything up and not getting too wild with it. Mm. Yeah. I saw the ADL kind of condemned it. Um, so we're gonna see what happened with that. Um, but th- I think Dave in this position is just like, <laughs> bro, I didn't been attacked every uh, which way, which some of it he deserves. So, uh, we're gonna see what happened with that. So, uh, see, did you, did you check it? No, I didn't even know you're gonna be on SNL all the whole time. Yeah, my bad, Donna. What did you say? No, he killed the sketches too. I don't know if you watched any of them, but. There's yeah. some funny ass shit. I saw the House of Dragons one. That was definitely funny. Um, I didn't see the other ones. I'm gonna have to run the back of the episode. So uh what else are happening? Um Oh, I guess um did you saw the uh oh well Kelly Nicole said eating out by yourself is not a flex. And what? I laughed. Uh uh Travis Kelsey old girl. She said, she I don't said, care what y'all say. Eating out by yourself is not a flex. It's not the flex you think it is. No convo, no jokes, just silence and chewing. That's, she's, oh, what's, what's, what's going on? Man? Here's my thing. Like, at, has, has, has anyone made eating out by themselves a flex? No. I thought, <laughs> no, <laughs> like, no. I, I just want to start there. Like, what? where is this coming from? Uh, and even then, it's like, what? Who cares? Eating eating out by yourself is solid. Yeah. I don't I don't know what the diss on that <laughs> is. It's a lot of things that 
the doing by yourself is a lot better, but we won't say it because everybody has to have people at all times. Like going to see movies by yourself is the best shit I've ever done in my life. And I actually prefer going to the movies by myself than with people. Why? Because I don't have like people talking. Uh, like I just prefer going to the movies by myself, bro. I can go whenever I want to. I don't have to wait till it's super crowded. I can because it's my choice of when I want to go. Like it's just it's it's a lot of different. It's a, I prefer going to the movies by myself. Just say it like that. I don't like it's. I, I... You're not wrong. I think it's decent because you got somebody immediately to talk to after. If you go to a movie with the right person, there's movie etiquette. It's decent. Oh, I, yeah. think anybody, yeah. I think even by yourself is actually decent too. I'm not knocking people that like to go because if somebody want to go to the movies with me, I, yeah, that's that's dope. Yeah, I'm going to go. But if I had the choice and I can just go whenever I want to, I just go whenever I want to. That's that's very true. I will say when I saw Black Panther, I kind of don't ever want to be in a theater again. <laughs> if I have my choice, niggas as well. I think I'm good on theaters. No, man. I just found out like things that may not have irritated me before get on my nerves way too much now. Like crackling a paper or opening candy and shit. Okay, all right, nigga. You turn into that old nigga. Yeah, get, get the fuck off the stoop. Go back inside. <laughs> no, that should be irritating, you man. You must like, be called an old nut ass old head. <laughs> the crackling of paper. Oh, man, be quiet as hell at home. <laughs> Put it out with them Twizzlers. <laughs> no, they were probably the red vines. <laughs> I, I, I do. I will say I don't. I when I went, I tried to make sure it was not as crowded as possible. Mm. Uh, the one thing I will never go back to is a fully crowded movie theater. Yeah. Oh, see, they kind of revamped in. all uh, of the movie theaters. I don't know, maybe it's just the ones by me, but all of them are like kind of small. Like they're not like the right by each other type joints. They the one with the recliner chairs. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, most of them like that. But, no, but even even in those situations, I need. I don't. I don't like it as full. I like to go in the middle of the day when I know people can't go. Yeah, no, that's fair. Sometimes though, you need those people. Like, I it's better experiences in movies with like ignorant. Sometimes in movies with ignorant people, yeah. it's better experiences, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I had that in my show. This old lady, she was yelling at the screen, and that shit was hilarious. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> these you only these niggas so with the candy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. But that shit, it do be adding. It it, it depends, but. Personally, if I know a movie is going to be streaming like directly on a platform or something, I'm good. I watch it at home. I don't need to be in a the theater for that. Yeah. So, so y'all like going to eat by yourself? Uh, yeah, that shit's solid. Yeah, it's not I, solid. I'm not one of those people that worry about like people seeing me out by myself or nothing like that. I've never been that type of person because if I'm going to go out to eat by myself, I'm going to go. Or if I'm going to go to the movies, I'm going to go. Some people just cannot go places by themselves bro um, going going out to eat by yourself is I like I love it yeah I feel like it's unnecessary it is solid it, can you are you allowed to go out and get drunk by yourself <laughs> yeah like yeah. at a bar oh for sure I do that See, a lot of times it, it's a for me it depends on the bar if it's if it's a chill bar that I could just go up in there people ain't really doing too much 
I feel like I could for sure just chill there by myself. If it's like one of those, if it's like a lounge or like a a, a real, real mixy spot, I don't like to be there if it's just me. I feel like I need somebody else that I can have around that I can like talk to and converse with that I know. See, I'm the opposite. Like if it's real mixy and it like the it's a decent spot, I can find somebody to talk to. But if it's like one of those like bars you see niggas hanging out on on HBO and shit like that with niggas playing pool and I'm just getting like too drunk <laughs> or some shit like I don't want to go there cause then I feel like weird it's like starting to form a habit or some shit see I can't I, I, I can go to a bar by myself I can't get drunk at a bar by myself I can get a little tipsy but I can't get drunk no. I feel like that's that's too much that's a little too much I, I see what you're saying like yeah. you can't just be you dolo and it's like all right, I'm gonna go and you just start stumbling out alone. Nah, that's wild. But if you get a fine enough bartender, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna take some drinks. Yeah, tipsy for sure. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Giannis gave uh, did the list of his of the best American players and the best foreign players. Did y'all see that list? Yeah, um, we have to do a starting five of, of each. Yeah, best international. I, yeah, I, I didn't see that. Um, he saying? said the first. He said the foreign team will win. I'm gonna name both teams. Uh, he said that the American team would be Steph, Clay, Brian, KD, and Bam Adebayo, and then the international team would be Luca, Fournier, Giannis, Jokic, and Embiid. And he said the international mm. team will win. Mm. Out of that team, yes, that the international team will blow the fuck yeah. out of the USA. Uh, with that team, it's just too big. Like just too like Giannis, Luca, and damn, damn near Giannis, Luca, Joker, Joker, and Embiid, like the top five players in the NBA right now. Yeah, that's that's a squad. Yeah, but if you take out Clay and Bam and put uh Book or JT and AD at the center, I think it's a closer competition. Because mm. to me, Steph, Steph is a little bit better than Luka right now. Tatum is uh, blowing Fournier out of the water. I think yeah. they, they, they can replace Fournier with somebody else, though, right? There has to be a better international show. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Who would have been? Think too, man. I don't know. Maybe like uh Bogdanovich or something like that. Uh uh Bogdan from Detroit. Mm. Maybe maybe there's not, because I don't know why Giannis would do that. <laughs> <laughs> Is he friends with Fournier um, like that? I think they could. Ooh, snaps. What if they did uh Shea Gilchrist Alexander? Does he count? Yeah, he Hold Canada. on, man. No, nah, nah, we ain't doing that. Yeah, I don't count. <laughs> uh, what about Buddy Hill? Where's that nigga from? Caribbean like, or Bahamas, something? Bahamas. Yeah. <laughs> nah. They keep four and eight, bro. I'm sorry. They what? keep it for you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, yeah, that's... See, it's making me rethinking now. Now, now I'm starting to think... Uh, Shay should be added because it is international, technically. So, uh, I mean, so yeah, you add Shay, Shay versus Tatum. It ain't that bad though. Giannis versus Bron. 
Joker versus KD and MB versus AD? Uh, I don't know, bro. I think I'm still rocking international. The international one is crazy, bro. <laughs> <laughs> this shit is nuts. And I'm just thinking about the matchups because it's like, yeah, Steph gonna get his, but Luca really gonna get his. Because mm-hmm. Steph ain't stopping him. And then and, and Bede and AD, AD gotta show me some things, but I think Embiid going nuts on him. I don't know, man. AD been looking good, bro. Yeah, Besides the but, getting hurt shit too much, he been looking good. Yeah, but Embiid been. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what got into that. <laughs> <laughs> some other shit. No, I understand that. But it'll it'll be close. Uh, but final, who y'all got? Who y'all got winning? I'm, I'm still going international. International, damn man! International then took over, bro. We need some stronger blacks. Stronger blacks. Yeah, and that, that's one thing I was looking at the other day, too. I was like, it's really no white people to play basketball no more, bro. Like, the best one, We <laughs> somebody asked who's the best white player, and it's really Tyler Harrow. Damn. He's 100% white. Yeah. Oh, what do you think he is? Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what, that what, what else do you think he, he looked like he got some uh, Latino in him. I swear he, he got that spice. Maybe it's in his haircut. I that think that's spice. What he, <laughs> spice. He got a little bit of spice. So he's a hundred percent white. Oh yeah. yeah, he for sure the best. Yeah, it's Tyler Harrow and then probably maybe Gordon Hayward somewhere in there. Kevin Love, but he old as shit. Yuck. <laughs> it's no good white players no more, bro. Damn, that's sad. Mac McClung. Yeah. <laughs> no, what about no? What's what's that one dude? Uh, on uh, the other dude on Miami, that uh, Doctor Seuss says nigga Is Max Struess. <laughs> yeah, that dude. No, nah, I think hey. he mixed, bro. Oh, okay. <laughs> Never I, mind. Then. I think, and he's not even that good, bro. He's okay. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> he's pretty solid though. He be uh, he got a burner. Nah, he's straight, but he 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 like a role player, a glorified role player. Really. Mm-hmm. Uh. But yeah, I think that's about it. I don't know if y'all seen those erotic, um, those erotic um, chef parties. Have y'all been tuning into that? First off, don't ask. Okay. I've been tuning into erotic chef parties. <laughs> they, I don't they like do. They doing too much. Now. Have I seen and, the clips? Uh, yeah, and I, I just want to say this: I'm shaming all of those women, the same way that I would shame y'all if y'all invited me to a uh, a nice little brunch at a crib, and. Y'all had a woman chef feeding y'all slimy grapes. <laughs> slimy grapes. Yeah, you would shame me if I I did. I had that set up. You think I'm gonna sit there and watch you flick your tongue at some grapes? No, <laughs> I'm not doing it. <laughs> the thing is, all those women had their phones out. They was clapping. They was ooing and on like it was this. Like this was so sexy. That shit yeah. is so shameful. He was Man. choking her out too. Stop it. Yeah, he's choking her out. Disgusting. I don't know what type of liquid he had on those grapes, but it was dripping slow. So that can't be FDA approved. It's dripping slow. It's nasty. It's nasty behavior. Bro, not everything got to be exotic, man. These (laughs) niggas got to stop. These niggas took that exotic shit and ran with it. That's the new uh, the Hennessy party. And the thing, why would you, why, why, as, as a grown woman with a real job, 
would you want that video? Imagine going to work and your coworkers just saw you in a chair getting choked by the same man who prepared your Salmon. who scrambled your eggs is now choking you out, feeding you grapes while your homegirl <laughs> scream in the background. I gotta see this video. You you in, Airbnb, you in an Airbnb just being nasty. Why is a chef check choking you out? <laughs> <laughs> Niggas is just freaky, bro. Oh man! I think this—that's another down there. This shouldn't be happening. People shouldn't be comfortable doing these type of acts. Yeah. And if you are, you shouldn't be putting them on the internet. Yeah, and then the shit that he be doing like, to the salmon and shit be like kind of borderline, like weird. <laughs> he be spanking it and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Fam, this thing would just pull off like the bottom parts of the skin and just like slap it. And I don't like when the chefs do something like stare into the camera. Like rub these seasonings in there. Like you, you not rubbing seasonings on ass. Like this is not kinky. Oh, what is wrong with niggas, man? <laughs> I, I hate whoever. Honestly, this is the women fault. Some of y'all women might be too horny, just like the dudes might be too horny. Oh no, a hundred percent. I think once you reach a certain age, you you might be a little bit too freaked out. Fam, what the fuck is that? <laughs> you see the video? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Look at the liquid, bro. That ain't water, dog. Water don't drip that slow. <laughs> is that oil? He, nah, he put some of that thick water on there. You know how they serve <laughs> thick water? Fam, what is? I don't understand. I'm so confused, bro. It's disgusting. I feel like one of us needs to go to one of these parties just for research, though. It won't be me. <laughs> Hey, it is what yeah. it is, though, man. I just, I, I wish I could have been there for the planning committee. Yeah, we gonna have this nigga come over and he didn't even prepare the grapes. Did he just watch the grapes? <laughs> what is he cooking? Uh, this nigga just made some regular Pillsbury, uh, Pillsbury biscuits. He just put them in the oven. And it's like, what? Oh, why are you doing it? Yeah, so I don't know, man. Any other stories though before we move on to music? Um, oh, this is random, but is, is is there an artist that you say has uh saved or helped y'all that y'all really connected with? Saved. I wouldn't say any artist saved me. Um <laughs> I know the joke is the kid cutty thing all the time. Um <laughs> That's a joke. Who made that joke? You know how people always say, oh, Kid Cudi saved my life. And I'm like, if Kid oh, Cudi saved your life, you need help. <laughs> I thought you meant like the joke about you. Like people be like, you know, Kid Cudi saved him. Oh, no, no, no. I wouldn't say Kid okay. Cudi. I did connect with Kid Cudi's music at a time. Um, you like the humming? No, I think he just talked about shit that nobody else was talking about at the time. Like being alone and feeling like lonely and stuff like that. So I think that connected. And that's what I think a lot of people f- say that for like that's why a lot of people say that that he saved my life mm-hmm. because people were able to um connect with feeling alone and somebody rapping about it you feel like you're not alone you feel like you're not the only person that feels like that so mm-hmm. uh but no I, I i wouldn't say that any rapper has saved saved me or uh what what was the question <laughs> any rapper um, has, uh, or helped you helped through me, something yeah. that you connected with yeah it's certain songs that helped me for sure don't you got anyone? Uh, help me through something. Ah, uh, well, yeah, maybe, maybe when I was like feeling down, there were some songs that like just elevated my spirit. 
Um, I'm, I don't know. The one artist that I really connected with, he's Hitler now, so I don't even feel comfortable. Oh, I, I, I was like, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, where are you going with this? That in itself speaks volumes. <laughs> don't have been on the spread hate. <laughs> All right, come on. Man. <laughs> don't do that. But yeah, I don't, I don't know if I could put it on one artist. There's, It's, it's a lot Whoa. of different music that's helped me out. You know, in bad times, just you know, if I'm not feeling the greatest, it's uplifted mm-hmm. my spirit for sure. I, nah, oh, go ahead. Now I was gonna say uh, I might be weird in this, but like when I'm feeling down, I low key just prefer to get emotional and let it out versus like just trying to feel better. I rather just feel that emotion. Mm-hmm. Like when I'm feeling like bad or something, and I listen to certain songs, I really, I rather just hey, let me put this on and you know get in my feels for a little minute and then snap out of it and shit like that. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, that's true. I feel like that happens to me as well. Like sometimes you want to hear some sad shit when you're feeling sad, mm. just to really like, I don't know. You ever been sad and played feel feel my so sick of being lonely? No, no, that's a that's a, that's an ultimate uplift song, <laughs> which is crazy. <laughs> uh, but no, the only reason I ask is I know people feel that way with Scissor a lot, and it seems like. I could be wrong, but scissor. I feel, I feel like scissor. Yeah, like the woman scissor. Uh huh. <laughs> Nigga, who you been talking to? Man, <laughs> where you getting this info? <laughs> I was confused at first. I was like, wait, this nigga serious? Scissor uplifted. <laughs> I, I feel like with with that first album, it connected with a lot of. Women or folks? Oh, maybe and I'm wrong. Especially how how she was describing, I don't know, her insecurities and such. But mm. I think like now it seems like the tide may be turning on her. Yeah. Damn, really? Well, they were the people are now making at least what I've seen. They're making more points of pointing out how she was singing about having no booty, and now she's just dropped that video with it's not milk, but something that looked like. Whatever that was that she poured on herself on the yams. Oh, hey, looking, listen. <laughs> looking quite quite voluptuous. Oh, come on, man. Whatever y'all talking about, just stop the talk. <laughs> Let SZA do what she got to do. But we have to be honest. SZA is a completely different person now. Yeah. And I'm fine with that. If you want to get your body done, go ahead and get it done. Yeah. Like, I, I think somebody told me they somebody did a side-by-side of, like, uh, what was it? Z? Was that the the one project? Uh, whatever, last whatever one, the one before control, no, before the mixtape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Z. She did S, then yeah. Z, then control. Yeah, her, her, how she looked at the beginning of TDE now is even. I was like, damn, how did how that happen? Yeah, hey man, that's that money. Let me tell you something. I drop a platinum album. The way I looked <laughs> and how I'm gonna look later is gonna be different. You gonna look like Believe a that. bad man, Kevo? I'm never going that. That nigga is. <laughs> hey, going too far, wrong bro. With him, man. He going too far, bro. <laughs> I see some shit. That nigga look like a fucking <laughs> like dog. He was made by Mattel or something. Nah, Crash, Crash. Uh, bad man, Kevo looks like Tiny Tiger on of uh, Crash Bandicoot. <laughs> Shredder in that one when that, that nigga Shredder just got hella buffed one time. <laughs> Yo, so mo, he need to stop that, bro. 
that that's un- uncomfortable. Yeah, bro. What he doing? <laughs> yeah, so, I don't know, man. Love yourself, and I'm. But I am not mad at if you want to get something corrected. Um, because sometimes you just want to stop thinking about that shit. Uh, you think she'll lose or her fans? Not lose fans, <laughs> but her, yeah. she'll, she'll she'll create some disconnect with her fans by. I mean, because you can't sing about not being desired or these type of things with. Will her content change? No, I think you would still have insecurities when you get surgery. Yeah. Hmm. True. Yeah. I, well, apparently, her album might drop December 9th. Yeah, man. Was it SOS or something like that? PSA. Oh. Is it PSA? I thought a single was PSA. I thought the album was SOS. No, I thought it was. I thought that was the album title. Regardless, if she don't, she better drop this at before the year's over. Yeah, I'm looking forward to. It. I love SZA. Like her. I like her vibe. Um, but yeah, any other thing? I saw the people were upset with Steve Lacey's behavior on um tour. Um, but that's what happens when you fall in love with an artist because of one song. Although Steve Lacey is dope, I don't like him just because mm-hmm. one song. But most of the people that are coming out to the tour only know fucking that one song. Yeah, bad habits. Yeah, bad habits. So it is what it is. Yeah, uh, I, didn't, I didn't even see what he was. I just saw him when he threw that phone. I didn't know if he's been doing any other crazy shit. Yeah, he's been. I think he's frustrated that people like come out and they only know bad habits or they only know the chorus to bad habits. And so it's been getting them kind of upset because, I mean, he's been making music way before this. And I think he's one of those people that respect my artistry and type niggas. Mm. So. You know how they be acting sometimes. Yeah. Uh, Tumblr announced a nudity band. I mean, uh, that the nudity band is over. So, if niggas want to... <laughs> Too late. Yeah, I think it's, <laughs> it might be over with for them, man. Uh, niggas already left after that shit, so... Uh, but yeah, I think that that's it. Um, one more story before we get into music. Did y'all know that heroin uh, chic was back, man? That that's like the new look? Have I don't know if y'all have been noticing more people have been getting rid of their implants and their like fake booties and breasts and shit like that. I guess it's like a movement towards heroin chic. What? What are you saying? Heroin chic? Yeah, heroin chic. What is what does heroin got to do with BBLs? No, heroin chic is what they call in the look. It's like you being like super oh. skinny, like you a you you a club. Oh my god! Oh wait, I haven't seen this trend. Who's doing it? Like, I guess, like, you look at, like, I wouldn't say Chloe, but you look at, like, how, like, the new models and shit like that are, like, super skinny, and they're saying, quote-unquote, this is, like, the new look. It's called hair on chic. Mm, yeah, Kim has been getting rid of her ass lately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Damn. Why women are back. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Don't well, say no shit ever did. like that. <laughs> do y'all Man, think no, y'all ever would like good. prefer like start to lose y'all attraction towards like thick women hell no yeah. it's not it's not possible it's 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 embedded in me it's just, like this <laughs> okay. shit don't leave it's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in your dna <laughs> yeah bro this is come on man that's, that's who you that's are never go, that's never going that's who i am down to my core <laughs> <laughs> You know a nigga serious when he say that shit. (laughs) Shit in my core. (laughs) But yeah, I don't understand that. It'll never be the look for me. So you can do what you want. 
Uh, but yeah, that's about it. Um, we got some some music this week, man. Um, unless y'all got another story before we get into music. No, let's get it. All right. Uh, where do you want to start at? Who dropped the biggest album of the week? Uh, Glorilla, I want to say. No. Who, who bigger than Glorilla this week? Uh, I know we got a Wizkid album. Oh, oh yeah, that was pretty good. Uh, what is it called? Uh, uh, More Love, Less Ego by Wizkid. Yes. Um. Yeah. Let's. Uh, I guess let's hop into that. Um. Any standouts or anything or anything worth mentioning on this album? I thought it was pretty good for the most part. Yeah, man. I I hate listening to his music in cold weather. Yeah, I can see that. It just ruined the vibe for me. I couldn't even. I couldn't get into it. Like I'm, I'm walking outside listening to this shit. I feel so out of place. Yeah. Had to turn it off. Yeah. That's too sugar go places. crazy. He makes good hip swaying music though. No, he may. Yeah, he makes some great stuff, and I, I still got to see him in a uh, concert. Yeah, we got to take a trip to the and, motherland as a group, bro. Oh, I'm I'm down for that. That that needs. Happen for sure, but uh, other than that, any any other standouts or any talking points on the album? Nah, that's not really. Okay, okay. Um, next one. Um, let's do Girl Glorilla. She dropped her debut uh album slash EP. I guess she's calling it EP, but it's, it has like ten tracks on it, so I would call it an album. Called Anyway, Life's Great. Um. I, I fucked with it. I wasn't mad at it at all. I think Glorilla is a budding superstar, bro. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I I agree. I had no complaints. I think it was one song on there. I was like, ah, don't do that again. But the rest was, it was hit. Mm. It was. I hidden. mean, all right. So uh, what? Something must be wrong with my phone because it's. I'm saying tomorrow two hundred twice. Um, mm. but. But it had tomorrow. Mm. We heard tomorrow. We heard bless. We heard FNF. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so what? It was how many songs was the total? Ten, nine or nine? It, nine. Mm-hmm. Nine songs total. So we mm-hmm. had tomorrow, bless, FNF. We heard those three. So out of the six, you got uh uh-uh, uh, nut quick, out loud thinking. Yeah, some, I will say with Donna, some of them had me like, eh. I think it was okay. I think she, I think it could have been better, but you know, it more will come. I think it's more of an EP, so I'm, I'm gonna look at it as an EP. Yeah, yeah. you gotta think that out of these nine songs, she has three of the biggest songs of the year on, on here. It's crazy. Yeah, and I guess that's why I, I didn't. I tried to pull those three off of it and just gauge it off the other six because we we know the other three are. Smash it! Yeah, I just been seeing the reason why I say superstars. I not only the music is is pretty good, and as a as a man listening to this type of music is is crazy. Like you really got to be good. Um, but I see some of her interviews and just her personality kind of lends itself to being a big star. Like it seems like she's a very likable person. Mm-hmm. I I agree. I feel like I'm a more a fan of her uh personality than the music, even though the music is hidden. Mm. It was she. She got some shit on here. That get that money song was the one I was just like, nah, this is 
crazy. <laughs> <laughs> they, they were like repeating booty on it. I'm like, it was but, also the way that she was. Uh, that first song was a little shocking to me. Oh, yeah. And you know what? So, they kind of got to stop doing that. I understand it's a little trend. All right, the first track, I'm just going to get my shit off. And for the intro, I'm just going to get personal. And then I'm going to make uh, ratchet ass shit the rest of the project. I, I feel like it's getting a little old. I think I deleted that immediately. <laughs> so I, I couldn't. I, when y'all first started talking about it, I was like, what song are y'all talking about? Yeah, I just got rid of that immediately. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, there was a specific bar she had that I was like, oh, this is what we're doing. <laughs> yeah, they got they got style. Lotto did that. I know, I know somebody else did something like that. We we good. It was definitely a good EP, man. I'm rocking with it. Yeah, I fucked with it. Gloria, hallelujah. <laughs> Shout out to uh, Gloria, man. Um, we had Young Blue. He dropped an album called Tantra. Um, it was a crazy amount of features on here and some prominent artists. Like he had Zayn on here randomly. Neo, Ty Dolla Sign, Lucky Day, French Montana, Kelly Rowland, Nicki, Minaj. Fivio Four. Yeah, Fivio. Uh, yeah, how, how did y'all like it? I got to listen again. I didn't. I don't even think I got through it all. Um, but I'm a fan. I'm a fan of his. So uh, I'm going to give it another listen and then see what it's really about. Yeah, I need to listen. I'm not. I, I wasn't really checking for it. Mm-hmm. I've never been like a young blue fan. He just never seemed like a. Maybe it was the blue Van Drosses that really had me like, <laughs> all right, okay. Like I could. I had a hard time taking blue him <laughs> Just off the name. Yeah. Um, I feel like he's decent for a single here and there, but I've never been interested in checking for a full body of work. Um, from what I heard, it wasn't terrible, but I mean, you, you kind of know what kind of music he's getting or he's giving so i'm not mad at it yeah the music when he stayed in his lane uh was pretty good like i I wasn't mad at it the early on he was trying like some different sounds and stuff like that i ain't really think that was his lane and i i I could live without those but when he found his little pocket i I wasn't mad at it all that one song with kelly Rowland, probably my favorite one that freak freak uh that's probably my favorite one, but he got some mm-hmm. he got some decent songs on here. The one with Ty is pretty good. Lucky is pretty good. Um, even the one with Neo, it's a it's a different song, like a kind of romantic song, but it was it was pretty solid. I fucked with it. Uh, for me, I think his name messes it up for me. Maybe if he had a different Young Blue music name, yeah, Young Blue just don't seem like it should be. <laughs> you just gonna get something that's not fuckery. Yeah, that's not like the starter name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it, it do. And then at some point he tried to drop and just went to go by blue. Right? Yeah. Yeah, that's maybe yeah. blue cheese will work. What, what about blue cheese? Like you can uh, man, I wish I had a tomato. I'll throw it at you right now. <laughs> blue cheese. <laughs> that should be cold, man. Blue cheese. I, I mean, but what is a name though? Because sometimes I think it, your skill and your what you put out kind of makes your name. Because, like, do you think the names really had something to do with it? Like, when Titty Boy became 2 Chains, do y'all feel like that's what propelled him to stardom? Or the music he was putting out is 2 Chains? Mm, I feel like with that one, it was a mix. Mm-hmm. I, I yeah. definitely feel like the name definitely played a part. Not for everything, but, yeah, yeah that was a good choice. I got a perfect yeah. one. G Herbo. 
when I first heard G Herbo, I was like, I'm never calling that nigga that. But he made good enough music where I was just like, all right, well, he's G Herbo now. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think that sometimes you just, it, it's just the output of music that you put out. Because I guarantee, I, like, I wouldn't even change the name of his song, the, the artist on his songs in my library to G Herbo until, like, very recently. Also, I think he said it enough, right? That helps. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Like, he was saying it enough yeah, to where it's like, all right, this, because I mean, like, you was kind of like, I think it was just a little herb, which also was kind of like a, not the, the coldest rap name. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think he was saying it enough where it's like, all right, I can rock with this, bro. That is crazy. I forgot he was a little hurt. Yeah, <laughs> it's been so long. God damn. Yeah, he really did that with that name change. I can't believe it. Has there ever been an artist that you just refused to call him by their new name? I'm trying to think of one. Uh, Normally, it's when niggas try to drop like the little the young. Yeah, I'm just like no, young nigga, you young like Jeezy. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's easy to do that just because it's easier to just say one word. Yeah, so we'll just say cheesy anyway. Yeah, I can't think, man. I feel like I'm every sure time I'm I'm almost certain there is. I just can't remember. Yeah, only one that's come to mind now is Lucky when he dropped X off his name. But that now I just call him Lucky. So yeah, that that worked out. But I can't think of nobody else. So, but um, what else do we get? Did anybody listen to the Sleazy World go? No, I heard that was getting Mm-mm. pressed though. Was it good? Um, I didn't listen to the whole thing. Honestly, this shit was kind of crazy because it was 21 songs in 40 minutes. What? <laughs> okay, that's my type of shit. Two <laughs> minutes each. There is the longest two songs on here, two minutes and 58 seconds. Damn. Hey, you know what he's doing. Everything else <laughs> is the majority. Close to or sub two minutes. He getting straight to the point. Like, look, yeah, man, <laughs> I'm mad at it. Hey, yeah, I gotta check it out. Um, Destin Conrad dropped an album. Um, I fuck oh. with Destin Conrad. I'm gonna have to check that out. It's called. Uh, I downloaded. It. I didn't listen to it though. Uh, it's called Sadden. If anybody wants to check out, I would recommend that. Mm-hmm. Um, who else? Dropped Drum dropped the project. Oh yeah, um, I saw you said it was decent. Oh, yeah. I haven't got a chance to listen to it yet, though. What's it called? Yeah, I don't. Uh, um, what happened? What was it called? Uh, yeah, what had happened was okay. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that Wham song. What's wrong with Cause it? Because he ran. <laughs> Because he randomly says, like, wham! Like, okay. over and over <laughs> throughout this shit. And I'm like, man, I don't know. <laughs> you might need to take that out. But it's it's kind of cold. Yeah, I'm going to check but it out. It's a solid album. I like it. I, not as good as his last one, but... Yeah. It's good. Uh, we got I'm Nas. Tours, you yeah. said what? I'm hoping he tours. Because if he tours, I'm assuming he's going to have to do both. Oh, okay. Any yeah. standouts from that album? Oh, um, let me see. Don't you got any first one? I like the first one. Vibe of the year, yeah. Uh, uh, Three's Company, I kind of liked. Uh, I can't think of any others that stood out. Okay, but it was pretty. The album's pretty good, yeah. Yeah, overall, it was good. It sounds really good. Okay. 
Uh, Nas dropped King's Disease three. I don't. I, I hate that we put all these artists before Nas, but maybe it's proven <laughs> twenty one twenty eight. Um, he dropped King's Disease three with uh, produced by Hit Boy again. Um, are y'all getting tired of the King's Disease series or no? Yeah, y'all, y'all fucking with it still. Honestly, I can't get tired of something I never really tapped into. Nah, oh, damn. Come on. It's Nas, man. Nostradamus. Uh, yeah. I'm I'm not mad at it. And I thought this was a pretty good project. But what I did realize with myself is I'll listen to these once and never go back. Yeah. I, I, I fucked with this. It's nothing that I'm keeping on my iPhone. and No songs that I'm keeping on my iPhone. But I like the messages with some of these songs. And Nas, it doesn't really sound dated. It sounds like he's keeping up with the times. But I think it's the thing to be said about, like like a wave like i think that Nas's wave may have come and gone but he's still talented and still makes like good music mm-hmm. so uh yeah I, I fucked with it I, I think it's a lot of good songs on here for yeah i, th- I think uh one standout for me was that once a man twice a child that was a really good song yeah i would agree with that i like don't shoot too i thought it was very topical and um it sound good. Like none of these songs sound preachy to me. Like he'll have some messages here and there with, throughout his songs, but they don't sound too preachy, which is a what you get in a lot of those like message type songs. So mm-hmm. I fuck with mm-hmm. it. Yep. Um, uh, I think that might be it, unless I'm missing anything. I see little TJ got a a single. Rod Waves dropped like a techno single. Anybody listen to that? No, I'm I'm so glad I missed that. <laughs> he said he trying out new genres now, so be waiting for that. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to see what else. Oh, apparently just scrolling through. Trevor Jackson dropped an EP. I'm going to check Bro, that out. Did y'all hear that Trevor Jackson uh, remix? To, fuck, what was that song? Damn. I wish I hold on. Give me a second, but keep talking. Uh, while I find this song, it's um, some shit that's gonna piss y'all off. What else? Um, Yuna dropped uh, some type of project on Friday called Wi Fi. Mm. Wi Fi. I know she had that song with uh, Usher. That's it was a while ago. But oh yeah, yeah. It's a little vibey. Um, singles we had Raheem drop Spin the Block. Oh, shout out to Raheem. Oh damn! Um, gotta check that. You said who is Raheem? No, I said shout out to Raheem. Oh, yeah. He dropped one. Um, Mahalia dropped a bag on you as a single. Um, which was worth checking out. Trying to see if there's anybody else who might have dropped some singles. Um, I did. Oh, we are getting that Icewear Vezo Gangsta Grills on December eighth. Shout out! Damn, to drama going crazy. Yeah, he he, so, come, he dropped an album too. Also, I think it's called Paint the City. Uh, uh, so so that should be not Vezo. Oh, drama. Oh, yeah. uh, PGF Nook dropped a single with Vezo too. Vezo had a nice verse on there. Um, oh, how do y'all feel about that Uzi song? That I just want to rock. Yeah, I fuck with it. I heard it in the club and it, it went crazy, low key. You start dancing? I didn't do the dance, but it, it, it sounded good. I ain't gonna lie, I love that song. <laughs> I, I cannot stop playing that shit. When he hits that damn, that <laughs> shit hits me the hype. I'll be going crazy. That shit sounded hype in the club, bro. 
And I found a song, it, uh, Trevor Jackson remix Poland. If whenever you get oh. time, please listen to that song. Poland, like no, Bagliati. Nah, bro. How did he do that so fast? Nah, honestly, bro. I don't even want to know. Absolutely keep that, keep that away from me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if y'all fuck with the young nigga music, but uh, it's this nigga named Sofago. He dropped an album called Pink Hearts. He's been like big in like the the uh, what's the nigga's name? Uh, Cardi, the Cardi nigga type niggas spaces. Who's he? Who's he signed to? Uh, He's signed to somebody known, right? Uh, Cactus Jack, I believe. He's okay, signed to yeah. uh, Travis. Is it really? Yeah. Um. Also, who damn? Who was this? Uh, Lil Double O dropped something. Oh yeah, well, now, we, of now we're going to the trenches. Who's Lil Double O? <laughs> <laughs> Who's Lil Double O? <laughs> uh, Lil Double O. If I'm not mistaken, he's free band. He's on FBG. Oh okay. Mm. Oh um, yeah, no, I seen that. Uh, yeah, he had a song with Future, right? Yeah, his, he got uh, this project had a bunch of features. I think he had a Herbo feature. Oh, he had an Uzi feature on here. He had an ESTG feature. He had a Herbo feature. He had a Lucky feature. He had another Wick feature. I would he he that for some reason future let him rap over Percocet and stripper joint, mm. and mm. I wasn't really pleased. Okay. With I was not the fact that I wasn't pleased with what he did. I just wasn't pleased that future would let him do that. When I go to heaven, I want that to be playing. But at least I would at least <laughs> say check out the songs with the features. That's I, I fuck with that fight to switch. Oh, so you listen to the whole project. Um, I tried to. I, I, I for sure went to the ones with the features on. I heard a few already before the full project came out, but yeah, I tried to skim through as much as I could. Oh, okay. Yeah, check that out. Yeah, I'm going to check it out. Uh, I do want to ask y'all one thing before we get into shout outs. Um, it's this one story I forgot to ask. Uh, I don't know if y'all heard about this one story Um, about Shaquilla Robinson. She died in Cabo this week. Um, She went out there with her friends. I guess she called her boyfriend and said that um, either she didn't feel safe or she didn't feel good or something like that or was feeling a way about what was going on and then she ended up dead and her friends ended up coming home without her body. Did y'all hear about that story? Nah. nah. Like, if that happens, say say it's no foul play involved. Do you come mm-hmm. home without your friend's body? Um, I can see how you can to be honest. I think I don't know, bro. I think it's it's hard to get cuz as a friend, how are you supposed to get the body released? How are you su- supposed to coordinate the release? I think yeah. it's complicated to to get a actual body, especially if you're in a different country. I think that's actually something that's kind of difficult and kind of expensive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They said she yeah. died from alcohol poisoning. Um <laughs> so I don't know. I'm going to continue to look at this story, but I thought that was just weird. Like if my friend died randomly on a vacation, I don't know if I'd be like, all right, well sucks to suck. Let me just go back home. Yeah. I don't, that's, that's a crazy story. And she called up her boyfriend telling, telling him like, Hey, something don't feel right. Or she yeah, right. I, I, I don't want to say the wrong song will say allegedly, but, I know that she called him, but I mm-hmm. I'm I forget whether it's because she either didn't feel good or she didn't feel right about a certain situation. 
But I know she called her boyfriend because people are now getting on a boyfriend for being trash because he didn't like alert anybody until like she was already dead. I hate when people do that, man. Yeah. Why can't y'all just let people grieve? Why you gotta get on people? <laughs> it makes no sense. Yeah. So uh, I just thought that was a weird situation. So I want to bring that up and see what y'all thought about it. So, um, but yeah, any other music before we get to shut us? No, nah. swear to away. All right, um, all right. Don't know what you got. Shoutouts. Hey man, Justin Fields. I'm sorry. Yeah man, apologize. I, I, I apologize. <laughs> I, I apologize. I was doubting you, bro. You, I, you, I will never doubt you again. You are doing some things on that field. I haven't seen it. Yes. <laughs> what, what he doing, man? Hey, I, I'm loving it. I, I don't care. Bears could lose the rest of these games. I don't give a fuck. I know for one thing, we got a QB. Yeah, man. And I'm, I'm glad you, this is it. I don't think I've ever been as happier as a Bears fan as I am right now, even through the L's. Yeah, sometimes we just got to be patient, man. Um, sometimes, you know, just take a little minute to bloom, man. Sometimes it's just people getting out of their own way. And, like, you know this nigga can run. Just let him run, bro. Yeah. Yeah, man, shout out to, to the coach and said They finally calling some plays for this nigga, god damn it. Yeah. That's what we needed. Yeah. Smooth. I'm seeing people say now, like, should we tell him to stop running and save himself and prepare a passing game from next year. I'm like, nigga, no, because he. I don't want him passing next year. I want him running just like he doing now. <laughs> so, some of them runs, though, he got to chill. Like, when he gets close to the goal line, he just... Oh, yeah, that shit was nuts. Fuck. And I'm, I'm like, hey, bro, uh, relax. You know, yeah. be a little bit smart. But yeah, hey, do what you got to do. He killing it. Yeah, shout out to Jay Fields, man. Uh, see what you got? Yeah, uh, it's going to sound crazy. But uh, my shadow is gonna go to Lil Scrappy. Um, mm-hmm. There was there was a clip on social media late last week, I think, of him trying to oh, uh, express his frustrations with his mom about his upbringing, kind of some of the things he was dealing with, and his relationship with his now wife, um, and and him needing them to be on the same page, and and kind of just feeling uh, pigeonholed in a sense about where he could go for a soft place to land. Um, mm. So you, you could kind of tell when he was you know, expressing himself, it took a lot of, I mean, one, to get to a point where you can express yourself like that, it takes work, it takes effort, it takes a lot of intention, but also to, you can only imagine having to express that to your parent and voicing your frustrations, kind of your upbringing, kind of how the things that they had you around, how difficult that could be. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, just just you know, shout out to him for being able to to take that step and call that out. And uh, what it sounds like, you know, taking those personal steps to just become a better person. Yeah, no, for sure, yeah, man. Absolutely, that's an incredibly hard thing to do. That takes a lot of uh, courage. So salute to uh, Scrappy for that. Yeah, some people don't feel comfortable even crying in front of their girls and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. it's good to see somebody is, you know, taking that step and, um, you know, letting that guard down and exp- explaining, like, what certain things mean to them and stuff like that. So I fuck with it. Uh, any other shout outs for you? Uh, not a step. 
right. Uh, got a couple shout outs. Um, one is going to be condolences to the uh, those University of Virginia players that got killed today yeah. or this morning. Um, Lavelle Davis, Devin Chandler, and Deshaun Perry. Um, I guess they got killed by a former player, Chris Jones. I don't know if they have a motive yet, but um, it's an extremely sad story, man. Um, and we just hear about it too often. But so RIP to them and condolences to their families. Um, RIP to Rumble Johnson, man. He passed away this this weekend too. Um, thirty eight years old. Um, one of the big names in UFC. Um, back around like the John Jones time and stuff like that. So RIP to him, man. Um, and I think that's about it, man. Um, yeah. Um, shout out to D Wade, man. Um, I don't know if y'all seen that his his baby mama. I don't. I don't want to call her baby. The the his mother, ex-wife. yeah, his ex wife. Uh, came out and said that he was exploiting Zaya to align with like brands and stuff like that. And he he dropped a statement pretty much saying like it, he's just doing this to support and make her feel comfortable. Uh. I thought that was dope, man. And he continues to set like a great example of parenting a trans child and things like that. So, shout out to D Wade, man. Uh, wait, oh, yeah. Anything else? Uh, nah, man. Uh, for all y'all that invested with FTX, I'm sorry. Oh man, <laughs> you'll see better days. Yeah, I had I had that as a story on my shit too. We just didn't have no time to talk about it, man. Uh, it's 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 looking bad. FTX is down. I think they said what one billion of customer funds have disappeared. Yeah, he was <laughs> one billion disappeared. I think four hundred million got hacked, quote unquote. Okay. Hey. Hey, this doc is gonna be crazy. <laughs> this, dude, <laughs> this dude was fooled. Yeah, it's, I cannot wait. They had like a fucking harem at their crib, right? Where they all were sleeping with each other, right? Yeah, he's like all the C suite people were. I guess they all dated and shit. <laughs> and they all young as hell running this billion dollar company. This is this is crazy, man. Yeah, this crypto market. But we all saw it, bro. We all knew this was coming and it had its ups and downs, and now it looks like crypto might be dead. Y'all think crypto dead? Yeah. He, he fucked it up for a lot of people. Because they're for sure, after all this, they're going to regulate it in a way that it's going to be, nobody's going to want to invest anymore. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, so uh, maybe we'll touch on it another week, Um, get more into it if something else happens. We'll keep a tabs on it. But uh, anything else to say before we get up out of here, man? Um, new Deion Cole stand up coming tomorrow. tomorrow. Um, Ooh, so Randall, but yeah, I felt like I watched a funny. Uh, I don't know if I y'all ended up watching, but Tyrese has a movie with Terrence Howard, Lil Yachty, and uh, uh, Jeremy (laughs) Piven called The System, where he's fucking doing UFC in prison. Please watch that movie, bro. It's so bad. (laughs) (laughs) The niggas you named. Yeah. Bro, and Jeremy Piven has like his Alabama accent as the warden, bro. It's fucking nuts. <laughs> oh man, I don't know what's going on in that movie. It has a three point seven out of ten rating on IMDb. Bro, it's so bad. The movie, the movie sounds so crazy. I might pay for it. <laughs> man, it's so fucked up because they canceled that nigga Jerry, Jeremy Piven, and now he has to resort to shit like this. <laughs> Wait, what did Jeremy Piven get canceled for? He was he got me too. 
Oh shit! Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, that's why he's starring in movies with Yachty and Terrence. Powers. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga's struggling, man. Bro, the funny y'all don't even have to watch the whole thing. Just watch when he uh, this nigga Tyrese is in jail. Bro. Well, he, when he's going to jail, and he has to explain why he doing it. He's like, my daughter got blood clots. Nobody asked him oh. shit, bro. <laughs> Honestly, it would be fine if Lil Yachty wasn't it, but it sounds it seems crazy. Yeah, Yachty's oh. like the prison announcer. Um, one last shout out I forgot to have. Uh, shout out to Ava Jones, who is uh, she was ranked eighty third in ESPN for the class of twenty twenty three. Um, she committed this past week to Iowa. Um, I think it was last some. It was very recently, in the past six months or so. Um, her family, she was in Louisville for a tournament and a car, a drunk driver jumped the curb, basically hit her whole family. Her dad died. She had severe injuries. She can't poop anymore. Uh, her mother had severe injuries, but I was going to uh, basically uphold her scholarship, so she'll be good. But she was able to sign her na- uh, letter of intent. So I think just for her to be able to still have that opportunity was kind of dope. So yeah, shout, out to that, man. shout out to her. Yeah, man. And uh, shout out to Iowa, man. Yeah, bro. shout out to Kentucky too, man. I, that's about to be an ignorant ass experience. I might get some tickets, bro. Whenever they play an Illinois team, because wait, well, you see, Kentucky you seen the niggas they brought in? Nah, they, bro, they just got a DJ Wagner. They got DJ Wagner. They got that nigga. Uh, who's the ignorant nigga, bro? Rob Rob Dillingham. Yeah, Rob Dillingham, bro. I didn't see Rob Dillingham hoop in person, bro. <laughs> The way that nigga be hooping is like a mix of Malik Monk, J.R. Smith, and fucking like. <laughs> nah, it, 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 that shit is like, po- it's ignorant art. It's like it's poetic, but it's just so ignorant. Yeah. Damn, Kentucky back. All right. Yeah, I think four of they recruits are in the top ten of the nation, bro. Shit. And all four of the all four of them are number one in their position. It's Rob Dillingham, number one. Uh. DJ Wagner is number one in the country of all positions, and then the other four are the number one in their positions. So they about to have a nasty ass squad. Boy, they must have. They opened the checkbook for Calipari this year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga went crazy. Yeah, so I'm gonna be looking forward to it. But yeah, man, we appreciate y'all for listening, man. Um, this has been episode 184, man, and Long Little Boss, man. We out of here. Yes, sir.